And welcome back to Scap Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the fresh, hot off the press Tarkov TV that we just received from Battlestate Games, detailing the upcoming wipe and future wipes, and all the fun and exciting features and new additions. So, Giga, <laughs> dude, I am so hyped, man. I'm hyped, dude. I mean, a lot I'm, of people are. <laughs> I'm really hyped about some of the stuff that's coming later, but I'm I'm just yeah, big positive energy coming from me today. That's good. It is good. I think the community's in a good state with a lot of this and the way that it came through. I we didn't really know what we were getting when, but finally we got talk of TV, which is fantastic. And I guess yeah, I guess the, the biggest thing is that we know that a wipe is coming in August. That's the the main point um and then they've got another one slated for december whether that comes through or not i mean we'll have to see right it's that december is a really long way on the bsd timeline a lot of a lot can happen a lot can change but at least we've got the august wipe we don't know yet when it's going to be in right. august so that could cause i saw one beg talking about it as well as being like i have really hope that you know it's not when i've got my family holiday booked or whatever and like <laughs> I'm basically in the same position. I'm like away like in the middle of August yeah. until like the 20th or something. So I'm like, oh man, please be late. Because um, like a ton of people take holiday in August usually. It's a proper, proper period for it. So we'll see. Um, we don't really have any indication. He just kind of smirked when people tried to get more information out of him. So <laughs> who knows when exactly it's going to be. But no, Tarkov TV, awesome. Really good. Glad that we got it. You, you're excited. What, what, are you, what are you hyped about? Uh, the December wipe. <laughs> That's when all the exciting features are are coming. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'll I'll probably check out the August wipe just to like just to do it. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate. I mean, I don't want to like spoil too much. Of what you know, try want to try to do this in a somewhat systematic way yeah. conducting this podcast. But uh, let's. I, I don't want to like go over every single item. Um, so I may, I may flash up the roadmap here on, on the, uh, recording so people can see it and when we talk about certain things, but, um, yeah, dude. Yeah. A lot of this stuff we've talked about before, I think. So we right. don't, unless there's something really new, we could just like, just mention it and then move on, I guess, I suppose. Sure. Sure. Um, so the, the way that the roadmap is organized, I'm sure probably everybody has looked at it at this point. I do think it's quite confusing and a bit counterintuitive. You know but what? I sort of see what they mean now that I've looked yeah, at it. Yeah, I, I mean, when you first look at it, I did get that vibe. But now that I like had a chance to study it and like you know figure out what's going on, I, th I think it's kind of neat. You know, it's like yeah, because very it's... rough estimations, <laughs> but it works because there's like dates and like they I have months this so. time. And it's kind of like because I what I thought was weird is that it almost looks like a bunch of stuff is coming and then the wipes happening. But what it really is, is it's kind of like a timeline of completion. So it's like all the green stuff. And the, the important thing is the key, right? So all the green stuff is going to be in the summer update. Those things get finished and then the white happens. And then the blue things, they oh, that's coming in the winter update. But they're saying, I guess some of them are going to take less time than others. Maybe we'll see them partway through. I assumed it would all come with the, the big white. And maybe that will be the case in the end. I don't really know. But um, so let's just go through what we're going to get in each part. So the I think the broad brushstrokes, patch 14 that we've been talking about previously is getting split into two pieces, basically. Like, it, it was an enormous amount of content for one patch. And I think we said that pretty 
systematically ever since they released Roadmap number one. Um, so in the summer update, we're going to get loadout presets, which we've seen already. They didn't. They showed like a teaser, but it was more of a meme teaser. It's like not really anything else other than what we've seen already. Randomized loot container spawns, which we've talked about. I don't think it makes that much difference, but okay. Um, selecting a body part to heal with a hockey. We actually saw the teaser for that in game. So that looks like it works now like the magazine selection. You know, when you hold down the R button and it shows you a list of all the magazines that you have available and you can swap between them. I actually have that unbound. I don't know about you. I don't know whether you ever use that. I mean, I'm not because everybody, most people just bring in all of the same mags. So it normally doesn't really get used that much. And only in hardcore have I ever had the need to try and do that. But I never rebound it. I just like use the inventory for it, which is, I guess, not really optimal. But um, it's one of those things where if you, I think if you have it bound, I'm trying to think, like, is it one of those ones where if you have it bound, I think that might just be double click. Like if you have it bound, then it might affect your actual normal reload. I, th I think maybe that's not true. Sorry, I, think that's what, quick, I think that's quick reload, actually. What, what the hockey are we talking about? Sorry, I was... You were distracted. This yeah. is, um, this is the, the hockey to hold down and then select a body part, which I was saying is similar to the mags one. Okay. And you have... Because like, right now, right, if you hold down R, you can, you can then scroll mouse, like scroll wheel, and select a, a magazine. And it looks like that. Right. So you hold down the med... And then oh, you use I the see. scroll, yeah. and then you pick a particular right. body part to heal. So I'm assuming it'll work the same as that. Um, and it seems to work with like CMS and with splints and with normal meds. It's like anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't love using the scroll wheel because you can like over scroll and then you have to like re scroll. Like it's kind of annoying. Um, skill issue get good, I suppose. I thought I thought the U. Like at first I was, I don't know. I I think. Part of me feels like there's a little bit of UI, like it looks good, but I'm not sure if I need, um, like, I feel like there's a lot of real estate being taken up. And part of that is because there's 50,000, all right, so sorry, there's like nine different parts you can heal, right? Mm -hmm. uh, seven, I don't know, somewhere in one of those two numbers, maybe, maybe eight. But anyways, it's just like a really long bar that comes down. And I guess it, I guess it won't be as if it's like I'm assuming if it's full then it's not gonna like if nothing's wrong with it it won't show up in the list but it just feels a little yeah. like I, I on one hand I like how it looks but on the other hand I feel like it's not very um, what's the word I don't know it it uh, I like I almost think like a a, a menu wheel that pop up is just kind of like uh, a little bit more efficient I guess. Because it pops up quickly, yeah. and you just drag to the, like you have muscle memory to drag to a certain direction, and you let go, and it does does the heal. Like that would be kind of nice. Yeah, actually, what if they just popped up like a character, and you could like, if you drag down, it would go to the stomach. If you drag bottom left, it go to like the left leg, bottom right, right leg to the right, right arm, left. Arm, you know, I don't. Know. You know, that would be well designed, Church. Unfortunately, I, yeah, I there might be some issues there, but yeah, because Tarkov doesn't really have the concept of radial menus anyway. I did see that in one of the comments when I was watching it live and someone's saying, oh, it's a shame they haven't gone, done a radial menu because it was so much, so much easier. You know, you hold the button, then yeah, you pick the, just pick the direction. Um, and right. I guess they do. That, that's, you know what? I tell they do a lot. for voice. The voice yeah. lines are radial. Yeah. So they could have just hijacked off that system. They already have that implemented and have it pop up in front and then even small or whatever. So no, uh, yeah, that's, I'm actually wrong there. They do have a radial system in there. Anyway, I don't really mind. The only thing that's, you're basically just going to have to 
figure out the easiest way, and I'm sure it's going to be very straightforward. Hopefully it's just like one scroll. You hold down the button, and then you want to scroll down one click to the thorax, and then let go. That's basically all anyone wants to do, <laughs> I'm sure. The rest of the body parts is just like, just let them heal systematically, you know? Well, but, see, um, I, I just, I thought it was going to be something different, like you could have it bound to a key, and you would press it, and it would like heal... I I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't really know exactly what they meant when they were going to implement yeah. this. But. One kind of cool thing about this that I do like, though, is that now you can basically check the body part HP without going into the inventory. Right. Which is yeah. Kind of cool because say you get a like you get shot and you've got a bleed or something and you've got a one HP limb. I don't know whether if you hold the button down whether you can just cancel it somehow. You hold down the button and then go, actually, I didn't want to do anything. Um, That'd be interesting. Because you'd be able to see it go, like, you know, five, four, and you go, oh, I need to heal that leg, like, immediately. As opposed to it's like, oh, the body parts are, like, 15. So it's like, okay, I could pick thorax instead now. Like, it gives you a bit more information um, that you wouldn't be able to. Because before, like, going into the menu is kind of death in some situations. Yeah, and I guess one benefit, too, is that you can move while doing this. So it's kind of, I mean, you can as well in theory for radial in you as long as you don't lock people out of those keys yeah but, uh, exactly so, but i think that's cool that's going to be good um just going to make things just a bit bit better um toggling helmet lights i mean i don't know how many people are actually going to use this because <laughs> it originally because it's possible to put a helmet flashlight on at the moment but you have to turn it on before you put it on the helmet, or something, you, have to, like, you have to do something weird, right? Like you have to put, you it, have on to put your it on gun, your gun, turn it on, and then turn it on, and then, and then swap yeah. it to the helmet. And then when you run, it's just like all over the place. It just like doesn't look very good. So now it's going to work properly. And now when you turn your head, it like follows the head and stuff. It's gonna, it looks a bit better. So that's that's kind of neat. The only thing um, though is that it looked like it was angled downwards, <laughs> which I didn't really understand because like the character was looking like flat straight ahead and it was like kind of angled downwards which i d- yeah i guess we're gonna have to see uh, i don't know if that's just like a product of the the character's head being modeled like slightly tilted down mm. you know what i mean because it's like attached to the helmet and if your head's slightly tilted down then the helmet's gonna be slightly tilted down but because there, be there could be looks like there could be some interesting stuff with like uh, yeah i don't know with your head flashlights like i'm trying to think of something maybe you like free look turn on your flashlight and then they think you're facing this way but you're actually facing this like i don't know there's kind of (laughs) free look flashlight on while shooting the guy just some weird meta (laughs) one on the helmet one on the gun just yeah (laughs) start flat (laughs) that's what you do you flash them toggle them on and off you bound it to the same key oh my god oh and then you have them alternate yes like, <laughs> you just spam up and down. <laughs> uh, you your first new meta right here on Scav Genius. <laughs> so I think that's quite that's quite straightforward. Um, yeah. <laughs> so selling all player scav equipment defense, that so just seems like a nice quality of life. You could just do a quick scav run and just if you don't want to sell it all to individuals to traders or to the flea, you can just, you know, blast everything out of defense and get a little bit of money. Um Nothing too much to add there, I don't think. Sidearm quick swap. I think this looks really cool. Like they added this with the malfunctions in the first place, so that if you get a malfunction, you can quick swap to your sidearm. 
And at the time, a lot of people, including me, were asking the question of like, why don't we just have this in general as a thing? Because pistols are basically never used. If you're on a pistol run on its own, it's the only time that they ever get used by the player base. And then you don't need it, right? Because you don't have another weapon to swap to. So the fact that they've rolled it out across all sidearms is really cool. This actually might make people bring these guns in because it looked a lot faster than reloading. It was like probably... I would say probably 50% quicker than the original than like the existing swap over, which is really quite speedy. And I think it could make or break in certain situations, um, especially against somebody that doesn't have one. So having like a shrimp or a 5.7 or something that's actually got you know decent mm-hmm. pen or like a USP even with AP ammo. And actually, you know what? In some of these things, that this actually could be kind of neat because normally not worth crafting those ammos either. But if you're using them in your sidearm all the time, and the small amounts of SS190, BT that you get for 9x21 and um, 45 AP, yeah, maybe they're not suitable for the Vector and the P90 because it's just they fire too many bullets. But for the pistol, it's perfect. You get 200 rounds of that. That's going to last you for a while if you're taking a pistol in every raid. I, I can see how that might actually make people want to at least you know, batch up those things every now and then. That would be kind of cool. So let's see. But I'm kind of hopeful for that. I think it'd be fun because it would be good to incentivize people to take in extra things to improve their survival rate. But yeah. you, know, it's, you have to weigh up the cost benefit. I think it's good because right now it's just like, it's just bad. Um, yeah. You're kind of like just throwing away rubles. I mean, there's like, it, well, in the times it, like the amount of times it does actually save you, save your life, quote unquote, um, feels very small in comparison to what you're paying for. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But like now, and it's and it's kind of cool as well. You know, you run out of bullets, like click, click, and then you're like, oh, it's a quick swap to the with the pistol because yeah. it like swapping weapons right now feels like you know the dude's just kind of strolling through the park, you know, swap to the other gun. It's very you know lackadaisical and just he's very chilled about it. Whereas like the hot swap to the the sidearm is cool because you're you're saying fine, it's it's great because you're making a tactical choice there too. It's like I'm sacrificing. Probably a smaller magazine. I mean, it depends on what gun you've got, but maybe a smaller magazine, lower power or whatever, but to get a small advantage to just try and clutch the fight Yeah. Um, yeah. over reloading my main weapon. I think it's really neat, actually, because then you're almost like, if you run out on your pistol, then you're kind of screwed because you've got to do a normal reload or swap back to your main gun and try and reload. So it's, you could just like edge out that extra little piece with, uh, with, with the pistol. I, I think it's nice. I like the idea. I'm going to try it. I, for I, sure. I do have some questions around it, like what was showcase. So. Hmm. In the video that they showcased it, um, yeah. if you notice, when he goes to fire the AK, uh, on the bottom right, you can see it. There's a frame where it flashes yellow. At least it looks kind of yellow to me. It could be a greenish hue. I mean, this is like Twitter compression. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that's a jam, but I thought the jams were red, if I'm not mistaken. Do you, do you remember? Do, can you recall? Uh, it's either see, it, red it or one yellow. In factory. Yeah, he's <coughs> excuse me. He's in factory. Yeah, so jams are. I think they're normally red. Yeah, I see what you mean. But because the, there's the, a yellow flash, isn't there? Yeah, and the question I have because he's he's not full. Like I'm pretty confident he doesn't mag dump. Like unless he's got twenty rounders and his AK mag, which I don't know if those exist for that. But whatever. The point is that I don't think he, you know, I'm assuming he's got a full mag here. Um, and yeah. then this yellow thing pops up. Now, the now the other interesting thing is, uh, let's see. Oh, he's got, oh, damn it. He's got his hot bar always showing. 
I was thought maybe he had it where you know the settings where you can have your like mm. some of your UI elements auto hide. It looks like he's yes. got it always showing. Um. Anyways, I can't see the moment when he actually exactly because it yeah. So yeah. I was hoping. So anyways, my question is, if it's only for jams, um. I'm just. I'm not sure. I. I don't think it is. I hope not. Um, because that's how it is now. Oh, you actually do. Oh, you actually do get a mm-hmm. speed boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right well, now you do. Yeah. Yeah. Silly me. Well, the other thing I was gonna say is, um, I hope that it's something that you can. This isn't like a. Like it's an option. I can choose the quick swap versus not choosing this quick swap if, if you know what i mean does that make sense no why would you ever choose not to quick swap because you don't want to take the penalty for the shaky aim part that's what Is i there like shaky aim? i don't know if was that shaky aim i don't know hmm yeah it's like i'm just looking it up uh does it look shaky kick uh, click go to the um the part where he's comparing them side by side Let's um, just quick click through. Yeah, so it says like regular versus fast. Pulls it out. Is that, it doesn't look any different, then, I think. Oh, I see. Oh, sorry. You, the, it's the ADS. Yeah. Because it's like simulating your gun, like, you know, you pulled it out really fast, like you're, uh, you know, panicking almost to, to pull out your secondary, right? I think, I think that is. A, I think that they've just done something stupid. Not necessarily something stupid, but I think there's something misleading there. So there's a bar at the top, which I think is arm stamina. And when that clip begins, oh, I think I your see. arm stamina is zero. So I don't think there is actually shaky aim. I think that's just a, they were showcasing it with no arm stamina because that's a situation you might end up in. I'm confused because I thought Nikita called that out. But now that you mention, like he called out the shaky aim part. Now that you mentioned the bar there, that actually... Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what he meant. Well, wait a minute. Oh, when he pulls it out fast... So in the first clip... Let me, let me toggle it on. So in the first clip, he pulls it out fast. You can see it eats two chunks of arm stamina. One for putting his gun away fast, and one for pulling out the pistol fast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. I so, think that's fine. So maybe so maybe maybe the mechanic is if you have zero Okay, so maybe the mechanic is like let's say you're at half arm stamina and you do a quick swap. Yeah. Then you're presumably going to be at zero arm stamina, which then is going to penalize your aim. Yeah. See, it I, looks I, like, I it, Yeah, I, it looks like right now it takes like 45% of your arm stamina. Uh-huh. To do the quick swap fully. Roughly. It's just under 50%. So yeah, if you're anywhere below 45, you're gonna be at zero. Yeah. Because I was under the assumption that it was gonna be an optional thing. You can choose to <coughs> quick swap or not quick swap. And if you quick swap, you were gonna have a penalty, but and maybe that's still the case, but the penalty is mm. just instead of shaking aim, it's arm stamina uh penalties. Which is still interesting. pretty interesting. I mean, I that's my hope is that you there's some choice. Like it's not just like this is the way things are now. Um, because 
I like having the option to do a trade-off between one or two things. So I want to do this for this situation, uh, or do I want to do this for this situation? And then if you did the wrong thing, it's like, oh, I should have done the other thing. It's like a great learning opportunity. So, I agree. I think that makes sense. Looking at the way that it's been done, and given that they've added that penalty, I would hope that they have done it that way, and it's like two two different buttons or something, one for a quick swap and one for a regular. Maybe if you like double tap, it, it will yeah, maybe. pull out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you that it will be good to keep both. We don't want to get locked in. Yeah. Um, okay, so next. Yeah, updated trading UI. I mean, there's not much to say about that, really. We, we saw another kind of teaser of it. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, we've just got like the, the screen up. I don't know whether we can, we probably can't show it, but uh, it just looks like it does now, except all of the traders are at the top of the bar. You've got trading services and tasks as three tabs. Buy and sell in the middle as two tabs. So you don't have to, basically, it's just, it's just one screen now. The trading screen, rather than it being independent for every trader, right? and having all the tasks on each individual trader, they've reordered it. So they've, re they've nested all the traders underneath the main heading of the buy-sell screen, and it's all now in one place. So that, it's, it's just going to be cool. Looking forward to using it and getting our muscle memory back on that screen. I do, like, there's something, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but there's something nice about knowing a system so intimately that you just kind of are on autopilot. You know, and you're, you're in the menus and you're just, because like some new people pop into stream every now and then and they're just like, oh my God, dude, the UI, you're so quick. You know, and it's like, because <laughs> you just know where every button is and um, you're so used to it. You're like, you're even like waiting for the game to update because you've played that much and you're you know, going through that quick. I'm not even the fastest UI user. There's some other people who are like absolutely insane. Like if you look at somebody like, um, there's a couple, there's quite a few people to be fair, but somebody like Tiggs, like mm -hmm. the speed that they go on the UI is like, it's like breakneck. It's absolutely insane. It's like it's probably like twice the speed that I use the UI, and mm. I use the UI quite quickly. <laughs> it's like some people are absolutely extraordinary. Um, I find myself often like waiting for stuff to load, though, even between trader screens. You know, you like click mechanic X, like click, 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 click it in X, go into skier, click, click, click. You know, control click, put stuff in to sell that. Did I go to the fleet list, whatever? Um, but yeah, this is going to save a lot of time. I think it's going to be cool. Anything else on that? I don't. I think that's basically it, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. It looked like there was a... The sell button was bound to the space bar, so even more, like, efficiencies to... Oh, really? That's what it looked like to me. Oh. Hockeys. That'd be awesome. Yeah. If that's, if that's true, then great. Fantastic. New quality of life features. I don't know what that relates to. Do you remember what this, what this meant? Nope. Next. Streets of Target expansion, we don't well, we saw the screenshots, but he didn't talk about it, right? So we're gonna get that soon soon in oh. August. The quiet life feature is probably referring to the uh, hideout. There's like minor hideout stuff, like when you're crafting something that's like green now in the station. It's some yeah. very minor stuff. Because he said, oh, the hideout like progression thing or whatever. And I was like, doesn't it do that already? But it just in white rather in than white, in green. Yeah. I think maybe it's like Green means confusing. that it's actually crafting, whereas white is, you know, if it's white and empty, it could just be started, could just be starting or whatever. Like, I guess, yeah, there's differentiation between a, a module now that isn't doing anything, which is white, versus a module that is actually crafting, which is now green. I mean, it's like the most minor of things of all time, but we'll take it, I suppose. We'll take it. What else did he mention? 
I was just trying to see if there was anything, if I wrote anything about that. Oh, there was the consumables double click as well, actually, that I forgot about. Oh, yeah. You could, you'll be able to just like double click on stims or whatever in your inventory rather than having to do either like right click use or double click and then click use. Like some old timers still use that, you know, it's like on stims yeah. or whatever. You like double click the item and it brings up the inspect window and then you press u- the use button in the middle. I think like anybody who played a bit later on, like me, normally does like right click use in that menu. But even mm-hmm. still, it's a little clumsy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. That was going to be cool as well. <clears throat> so yeah, streets. Don't know. We'll see. Looks good. Actually, I've been playing streets a bit more recently. I've been trying to play it on hardcore, uh, just because like it's a pretty good map, and I just wanted to get some more reps in before mm-hmm. the next the next expansion comes through. And I will say that I do think so. Where the expansion is going to be, supposedly, is if you have the regular map in mind with Pinewood's kind of like top middle right and Concordia is bottom left, it should be that top left corner, I believe, um, mm. around there somewhere and, I, and sort of wrapping around to construction. And I do think that that'd be quite good because when you're in Concordia right now, it's actually really hard to get out if anybody else is in Concordia, because it's very dense. There's lots mm-hmm. of up and down. Like you can't go all the way up, right? But you can go, you know, one, maybe two stories in some places. And if you try to go through construction, there is only, there's like a whole wall there that's all black, like blanked off. And you have to go through that construction bit in the center. You basically just have to jump from one little shack to the next little shack until you get there. There's just no other way to go. You can go down into the basement, but then the only other way out is round the back past i think it's called evacuation zone that that extract and then you're like right into lexos like that area is just like so constrained and if you spawn there it's just I, i've just often found difficulties actually getting through and you just don't really want to go through construction towards post office and check 15 like that's part of the, the issue as well it's like where do you go like construction which is full of scavs with check right. 15 just after it which is the chad hotspot with sparger next to it and lexos over here which is another chad hotspot with a, a, one extract right next to you which is the evac zone and like destroyed crane or whatever it's called over there as well so there's just like the extract chad hotspots like concordia is like so hemmed in if you could get a round construction around the back that would add a really necessary pathway i think um because right now i feel that that area is quite linear in many and, ways there's not yeah. really much you can do and it's, it's very exposed you're just like on the street and there's nowhere to go you can't get in check 15 other than through the front and the back door like miles off to one side construction's completely open concordia is completely open out as long as you're not in the underground it's like tough so i'm I'm actually looking forward to that that'd be cool uh new weapons pkm we've been teased that or rumored that for a very long time svt avt which i had no idea such a thing exists but apparently it's the fully automatic version of the SVT, which SVT is essentially a SKS that fires uh, 762x54R Mosin rounds, a.k.a. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's kind of going to be like the Hunter, the Vepa Hunter of 762x54R, right? Like the budget, yeah. the original budget choice. But yeah, the AVT being automatic is moderately really interesting. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna pull up the video of it. Like, uh, this is like we kind of like makes me sad. Is that because we're getting all these new guns? Like, yay, new guns! But then I see the recoil on the new guns. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I forgot. 
Oh my god, I just mm. got sound blasted by Twitter. <laughs> They're reworking it, Church, don't worry. Yeah, I know, but it's just kind of sad because I'm going to get it. You know, like, we're getting the new guns now, and then we're going to get the recoil update in December. Um, but, like, he shot the he shot the ATV-40, and it was just like, oh, okay. I, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be a gun that you just uh, spray and pay. Like, it's like the ultimate scav budget gun like i don't know and you just go kind of full uh you just don't ads you know you just like, yeah, press it into you, people, exactly. like point blank it's it's like great for annihilating a single person like it's probably a 10 round mag if i had to guess you know and you just like yeah exactly as you said yeah i don't know i was trying to look it's like the mag's quite big but the the bullets are really big right so it's kind of hard to know like yeah it's, it's quite long it must be it must be 10 surely I can't imagine it's more than that. There might be some extended mag options. I don't know. I really don't know much about that weapon. I mean, I've played it in like some older Call of Duty titles, but you know, that's uh, those are really wild days back then. Uh, doesn't really tell you much, does it? Right, right. Yeah. So that's pretty scary. I agree. There was a shotgun, which is the sword off. It's like a double barrel, but it's the sword off one. It's called the Sword MP43. Rishi's dad's Obrez, mm-hmm. which is a... odd that they decided to call it that specific name. They could have just called it the Sword MP43, and no one would have passed an eyelid. But then they said like Rishi's dad's Obrez specifically. It does make you wonder. Yes. So whether that eases something coming in game, connecting to the lore or whatever, I I don't really know. Um, quite funny having a, an even shorter one i remember looking at the double barrel when it came in and there's you can actually get three different barrels for it and you can make it shorter if you want to rather than the mm-hmm. stock one and i think it only costs you 1k to do it because it's like 4k for the new barrel but you sell the old one for three or something along those lines so you can make it teeny uh, tiny if you want to go in factory with it and just you know shoot them legs but uh yeah it's kind of interesting but yeah the pkm i think is the one that probably catches most people's eye because it's belt fed 762 by 54R, and he said though that it's boss only. I don't know if that's oh, Taban oh, okay. or the other guy. Yes, it's a boss only weapon. Um, I'm not sure if he said it was. A th- Did he say it was going to be lootable? I can't remember. I think surely. it's going to be. Surely. But it's like, I guess to me, it makes me think about the six slot revolver, you know, semi auto revolver grenade launcher from Big Pipe. It's like, yeah, that weapon's in the game. Yes, it's boss only. Yes, it's lootable. Like, is it ruining the game? Absolutely not. Because it's so rare. It's so rare, yeah. Maybe but to it's a fault. kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I still think for something like that, I think it's kind of okay. But um, I guess it'll just end up being... Well, maybe it'll be a bit better than that. Because cause the thing about Big Pipes 1 is that he just hardly ever has it, I think. Yeah. Um, and the goons are quite hard to find anyway, and they're quite hard to kill. Um, I got... I got, I got nailed by the goons in customs crack house the other day on on my hardcore character who's like got shot on the way through by bird eye i think and hid in there tried to leave out the back door like turned around and there was big pipe just standing there just like huh and he basically did like a double take <laughs> but he was like really weird he didn't just beam me straight away because i wasn't aggroed by him whatsoever but then i was just like stuck in crack house like bird eye on one side and big pipe on the other we just had to try and open the like top door and just like leap through the buses and then got killed by night i was like man it's like so hard to get out the way of these guys um 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I think the PKM was going to be more usable than the the big GL. So I don't know. And, and like to be honest, even if you ha- could buy it on like Peacekeeper Four with a barter or something, depending on how they put it in, it may well just not end up being meta. You know, because like this thing, if it has like zero ergo and there's like you can't really mod right. it very much, then it might just end up not being that great. You know, you're better off with an Arsas or a mutant or something like that. So it might just be kind of a meme gun. I don't know. Like, yeah, the bullets are big, sure. But like, you you know, M61 is also great. So do you really need like full auto box mag if it's going to have 100 recoil on it? You know? I yeah. Don't, I, don't know. I mean, that's the thing he, he did call out, I'm pretty sure, as he said, the... Uh, um. The recoil was supposed to be uh, temporary, like placeholder for what they got showing. Um, like all, all the stats are, are, you know, it's still work in progress, is what he said. Yeah, so, they didn't even have any sound for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, this is if the recoil is like somewhat okay. Okay, this is this is the big thing. Like in the current system, right? If it's uh very linear. Right, like the recoil goes straight up, but it's like insane. That can easily be solved, more or less, with just a, <laughs> a, a, a red dot. You know, it's not the most ideal thing, but you can like kind of get around that. Now, if it's got a lot of horizontal to it, then it's probably not gonna be that good. So we'll have to see. I mean, yeah, I, I, I kind of hope that they don't make it too poor. Because then it's basically going to be uh, the annoying boss gun. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, it's fantastic in the hands of an AI, but when the player gets it, it's like trash. So it's going to feel mm-hmm. really bad. So I kind of hope it is actually pretty decent. And maybe they like come up with some like middle ground where like, you know, it's, it's really good, but he has like a lo- relatively low chance to spawn. And then also he has a low chance to spawn with it. You know, maybe sometimes he has like an RPK with a drum mag, I don't yeah. know, something like this. But yeah, we're gonna have to see. Um, but oh. yeah, I hope they don't make it just useless. Ju- jumping back to the Obras, uh, the the sawed off shotgun. I really hope mm. you can craft that in the hideout because <laughs> you know how funny that would be. Like you take a hacksaw and you know it's just like I don't know. I just think that'd be fun. You just do like a it's like a level. Level one workbench craft or something, you know, you just take the buy the shotgun off Jaeger and then you can craft this. <laughs> yeah, it's craft only. Yeah, that, that's I don't know why. I just think it's funny if they did that with a slider. How short do you want it? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> minimum. <laughs> it's a glorified tube with a hammer on the back. The other funny thing is maybe it's like down to a two slot or a three slot and you could like find it in your rig so you have like a. <laughs> a third secondary that could be fun that would be kind of fun yeah but speaking of secondaries they also re uh skinned i think maybe remodeled the pm series of pistols um like the the pb actually looks really good i think compared to the old one and, and honestly all of them look pretty good like there was something weird about the texture on like the pistol grip it just looked kind of like out of place um yeah it was like kind of low res yeah, it's like whatever, low res and like also like really high contrast, mm. if I recall correctly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of nice that they're uh, updating that. It is kind of cool, yeah, because I, I imagine it's probably one of the first guns that they added to the game. Yeah, I think so. 
So it's, you know, I'm just like rewatching the video now. But it looks good. It just looks like much more. I think like, yeah, the red of the handle was kind of too bright and stuff like that compared to the other things they've done. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not that anybody really cares, but. Oh, trust me. <laughs> There's people out there. It's the reason churches, is that what's bringing you back? Dude, I'm telling you, the the, it's the PD high, rework, the one to one, yes, it's it's absolutely bringing me back for that reason alone. So like, next on the list is the new boss cabin. Um, I mean, we sort of touched on that already a little bit. I imagine that with the PKM, it's going to be his gun. If it's a boss gun and one boss is coming <laughs> in the next wipe, you would imagine it's probably his gun. Um, it'd be strange if it wasn't because there's a there's one boss who will just like quickly take a peek into the future and there's one bus coming now and there's one bus coming for the next session as well the, the winter session so it'd be odd to add it and then not be not use it so i imagine that caban is going to be the car dealership boss and that he's going to have it i think um but we'll see the only stuff that we've seen about him so far was like maybe some like really old work in progress teasers of him wearing like big kind of like it looks like a big like bomb disposal suit kind of thing and actually a killer mask um, although he probably won't actually have that in reality, I wouldn't imagine. Imagine that's just because it was like super old concept stuff. And then we saw him in Chronicles of Richie, sitting down at the table. And those are the only things we've really seen of him so far, other than hints of the car dealership and going around the car dealership itself when, he, when he's not there right now on the streets. So we'll see, because with Caban, presumably that includes the whole like dealership setup plus the fact it's going to be fortified and they said there's going to be mines and snipers and all sorts of stuff so that center of the map i mean now that you now that we think about it after playing the map a lot thinking about the comments that i just made about that area it kind of makes sense to have the streets expansion over on that side even more because if you just can't get into lexos anymore it's going to change the way the map plays quite significantly if you've got this huge area that's just cut off actually it makes it makes some of the map really tough actually uh, that whole back section, the evacuation zone, trying to get around there. It depends on how far this kind of fortified, you know, killing sphere. Depends on how far afield that actually goes. But if it goes all the way through Lexos, all the way to the back to the scav camp, because it's like, you know, watchtowers and stuff, looking yeah. over the extract. So we're, <laughs> we're going to have to see. Like, a huge area of the map is just going to be cut off and inaccessible. Which might be a bit weird, but we'll see how they do it. And then the other thing we got was a weapon stand in the hideout. I think this was teased during one of the previous, like, May or March Tarkov TVs that they did in conjunction with the um, the randomized weapon, uh, or when randomized loot cases being mm -hmm. randomized, whatever. But there was, like, a, a precursor where it was, it, was, it was, like, a skit, and the guy was, like, on his computer, and then they showed a computer screen. You can see sort of, like, uh, I could probably like fetch it real quick, but you can see um him like playing Tarkov, and he's like in the hideout, and there's like a whole like weapons rack cell grid that he's he's got there, and it's it's kind of neat. So um, and I think Nikita confirmed that it will give you essentially like free space, mm. um, extra space, extra storage, which is pretty neat. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. that. It's cool. They it's gonna be like a <laughs> weapons case or something. They stole it from Lost Light. Lost Light did it first. <laughs> Love it. No, it's going to be cool. I'm, I like that concept. I think it's pretty fun to like showcase stuff. And he, I think he even said it's upgradable too. So it's another thing that you can spend time getting resources for. Like I actually think that they should lean into that 
even more than they do already. I like, it's a big part of the game now, the hideout and upgrading it and stuff. But for me, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but like, some people just like grind through the content. But that tends to be, you know, the the real like Chad guys who just complete all the tasks and do all the things. I think most players would probably prefer more hideouty stuff rather than more quest stuff because like the quest stuff's kind of annoying. Whereas the hideout, you kind of feel this level of constant progression. You feel like you're actually working towards something rather than. Some of the quests are just like really painful. At least I prefer it. I, I mean, Max Hideout is like one of the, my first goals each wipe, and I just enjoy that a lot. Like that, that progression is something that really keeps me playing every time, actually. So, yeah, I, I like that they're adding more there. I think they even mentioned about he, it's not on here, but he talked about like tier four stations that allow you to access some of the better things and he said yeah broadly i don't know whether he was saying yes to everything but he said like yeah it's planned like more hideout stuff more end game stuff i think that's gonna be neat i just yeah i like the idea of even more in there make it even harder to to complete it and go and gather the items and and whatever we'll see how it gets implemented but more hideout i'm always happy about that especially if you have, have the kind of choice you know i like I like the fact that you can you can pick up the shooting range early if you want or not. Or with this thing, it's like, well, maybe I upgrade to it. Is it cheaper than the weapons case? Like, should I do it now? Do I even do I need to? Because that balancing of resources and deciding what to upgrade is kind of a, another big driving force for me in the early game because it keeps it interesting. Yeah, I wish they kind of lean in more to it, specifically into like the RPG elements, like namely, kind of like how they did with the um, gym, um, mm. where you get like. Uh, something to like level your character also because like a lot of hideout is like stash and like gear management there is some things like you get bonuses for hydration and energy which those are cool but i would you know like the shooting range giving you what is it like some recoil control bonus or something or like leveling so. bonus like I, I like i like i'd like stuff like that i wish they would kind of lean in more to that because then you could kind of like prioritize as you say like uh you know hypothetically let's say the library increases your uh well i guess it does something already but um trying to think of something like maybe maybe if you prioritize a library you could like turn in craft books for like new i don't know recipes or flat xp bonuses you get like i don't know things like this i think is interesting because you could like prioritize one station over the other to like not only for its crafts but to level your character faster mm. or certain way so maybe yeah Maybe like, uh, what, what could you do for like sniping? Maybe, maybe they got like a, I don't know, maybe in the shooting range, there's like a sniper's uh, nest that you could craft and then you level sniper skills faster. Like, I don't know, something like this. Well, I think that they, well, what I would quite like, I kind of like the, I always forget to do it, but the air filter that you put into the system yeah. to give you more stuff. So you have to like pay for something and it runs out and then you have to pay for it again. I quite right. like that. What also would be kind of cool in the hideout would be to pick like something within the modules, you know, so in the shooting Ooh. range, maybe it'd be like, you know, either sniping skill, AR skill, something else. Like maybe you'd be able to swap. You'd, maybe you'd have to put something in it like as a one-time thing. And so you could change it, but you'd have to pay the resources again to swap it, something like that. You know, so it's like, oh, you have to, I, I, I don't really know. You know, you have to do something to make the sniping skill give give a bonus and then do something different for the AR one, different one for SMGs, maybe something like that. And so you'd have to choose then. You couldn't just go, because that's like some of my issues that like, 
yeah, the library's fine, and I like the progression. I just think it could be better in some ways. Yeah, a bit more thoughtful. It's like you upgrade Ex- the thing, and then it's just like that's it forever. Right. And then you just kind of forget about it. You're just like, oh, I just have more skills now, and that's it. Um, I like the, you know, with the air filter, you have to think about it and put the stuff in, because I always forget and I get punished for that. You know, if you had to actually either use a consumable or you had to remember to turn it on or go and click a button or, like, you can select, like, one of three things, then it's like you always want to be thinking about it and, like, optimizing around that rather than just like, oh, I build it and now it's just done, like, which is fine. That's okay. But I quite like that ongoing management of stuff um yeah i think it could be interesting that way i think one way they could do it to sort of like please everything is you have like uh i mean you know if you wanted to you could maybe not add new items but library for example you know you, you can let's just say there's not new items but you could put a book in and then when you put the book in there's chapters right and you get to read a chapter this is like ripped from Project Zomboy, essentially, but, you know, there's, like, you know, snipe a, gu- a, sni- a sniper's guide to sniping or whatever, you know. <laughs> then there's, like, you know, recoil chat or, you know, whatever, but, you know, c- Jaeger's cookbook, you know, but you get to, like, you could choose one, right? And that's the only thing yeah. you can do, and for that time, that's the bonus you get. Um, and then once you're done reading the book, then you have to buy a new book and then put it in, and, you know, that's sort of, like, it's similar to, like, the... Uh, air filter but with the air filter it's just like uh you always want to do it when mm. you're playing you know essentially but there's not like a i'm missing out on anything when you do put it in there whereas like if you had only you have to choose one thing it's like you're gonna miss out on something you know but that's like how you would prioritize you you, you figure out okay i'm gonna go here do this what book should i start reading to min max or whatever you know it's like oh i'm yeah. doing this i don't want to be sniping so i guess i'll do this instead you know it's something interesting to kind of yeah mix it up. yeah that makes sense yeah it's like with the air filter you could have it i did i don't even know how you do it you don't have like dehumidifier mode on and like strength <laughs> and then the other one like without it on it's like endurance i don't know you know it's something <laughs> I like, stupid like i that. love that logic though <laughs> yeah you have like that you have like ac and that, that gives you endurance <laughs> and then like <laughs> Air purifier oh, yeah. <laughs> increases your AD holding breath or something. <laughs> Just things like that, you know. Like I quite like I like choices. We've talked about this for ages. You know, I like forcing yeah. people to choose one of three things. You can't have everything, and you want all of them, but you have to make a choice. But you can still switch. Like I think that's that's taking the ideas from the ARPG world. Um, it's like you have to pick one of these two good things. You can't have them both, and how you combine them all together is kind of like your build almost. But you yeah. can reset it, um, but with a small cost. Like I think I don't know. I think that's that'd be cool. Yeah, and as you said, there's a lot of fun in the early game with the hideout because you you do have to prioritize what you want to do. But then once you've quote unquote completed the game, you have everything. And so there's you kind of lose a lot of that stuff, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things as well. Like if you don't want to bother with it, you don't have to. But if you you get a you know a small benefit for leveling or whatever it is if you do fiddle around with it, which mm-hmm. I think would be nice. Like it's not game breaking if you don't want to do it. So there's some people who just don't like it. So you don't want to make it required, but you want to give people a benefit for doing that and give them some ability to, to fiddle around with it. What? I just I was thinking, you know, Prapper could bottle his farts and you could put it in the air pure. 
to increase your immediate skill. I'm sorry. Giga's like just staring at me. Like, what is he on about? I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> listen, listen. Moving on. Uh, quest rebound. You pay for that should have Ill's hideout though. <laughs> you could, like sabotage someone else's hideout. Oh my fun. god, dude. Uh, yeah, quest rebalancing, uh, pretty just standard stuff. Glassier optimization, and then we keep talking about this a lot, so that's going to be good. Presumably, streets performance is going to be much better because of that, because there's a lot of glass. Uh, light source processing optimization. I'm hoping this is like light, not like pure optimizations in terms of like performance. But like visual fidelity performance, you know, I'm hoping that's the yeah. case. Yeah, because uh, there's so many places right now where lights just like turn on and off. Like the underground on interchange, it's still mm. kind of bad. Everything looks really good, and then you get close up, and then all the lights turn off, and it just is really strange. Mm. I don't know why it does that, but it's it just sucks. And there's like quite a few. There's some lamps around that do that as well. Like the lighting changes depending on how close you are and and things. So hopefully they fix that. And yeah, various technical functional adjustments. These things are all the stuff that I think they said, well, some of them were going to come in the current patch that we're in, but they all got booted out and pushed later because um, that FPS improvement, which like, presumably comes with some of these things, got moved later on. And I think someone did end up asking Kim about it. And he said, yeah, some of it's coming in the next patch, some of it's coming in the middle of the two patches, and some of it's coming in the December patch. These like optimizations and in- increased FPS. Because... I think that's really important right now. Like they, everybody was really excited for like, it is good, right? The networking that changes that they've done so far are good. And the audio stuff is slowly improving, but the, the saying like, you know, dramatic increase in FPS, whatever they, whatever they said on the original one, like that not coming. And then them increasing the number of scabs on streets and, and being even harder for people to run. Like even people who were running it at 90 frames before running it like 50 now and having big frame drops and stuff. I know that's part of the course with big updates and things, but I think a lot of people were expecting or hoping for some of these FPS things to come in alongside what else they're doing. And the fact that they didn't is, it's the small downside, I would say. Like, well, for some people, it's actually been game breaking. But I think across the community, broadly speaking, it's just a, it's a grumbling point because things are getting better. The, the patches on, in general, we'd rather be in the situation that we're in now than where we were four months ago, let's say. Um, at least that's from, that's my perspective. But yeah, we really, really, really need some of these FPS improvements to come through to streets. We like really, really need them now, um, especially now that they're starting to crank the scabs up. Did you see people are doing like how many scabs you can kill on streets challenges? I did There's like see Desmond that. and like a few other guys. So like somewhere in like 60 to 80 scabs you can kill in a single streets raid. It's absolutely mind blowing. I mean, I killed probably 15 in the underground of Concordia just on spawn. <laughs> wow. And by the time I've looted one, another spawned, and I loot that one, and then another spawned, and it was just like endless. I was like, dude, I'm just going to be stuck down here forever. I was like at 50 something kilos, like straight off the rip. It was like nuts. And that was just grabbing random scab gear. Um, I, I really guess that's crazy. pretty nice for hardcore, right? You can just keep rolling the scab gear. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of stuff. Although, yeah, I ended up dying on that one because I just, I, I was too heavy and then died to a player. But yeah, there's like there's so many scabs now. It does make streets pretty good from that perspective if you can get it to run nicely. Mm-hmm. But there are some vicious frame dips right now where it's looking great. I had this really weird situation. This is because um, I was complaining the other day about optimizing my stream and stuff as well as the game because that's like the, the problem. I managed to get streets to run at 120 FPS um, on stream, which I was like, look at this. This is beautiful. 
Um, but when it when it was doing that, it was 100%ing the GPU, and then the stream was like slideshow. <laughs> so everyone was like, "Well, the games look great for you. We can't see what's going on anymore." <laughs> and when it drops to 50 FPS, it feels bad for you, but now we can see again. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this is like proper catch 22." Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We, we need some improvements. Lots of people have been seeing this kind of their FPS like halving. Um, and I think even Jesse was talking about it on the the other cast was about how someone shoots. And the FPS goes up. I saw this on Reddit as well. Like someone, you, somebody shoots, the FPS goes to like 100, and then people stop shooting, and the FPS goes back to 50. And as soon as someone fires, their FPS goes up again. Like there's some bottleneck or something utilizing processing power somewhere that gets freed up when you know, whichever piece of the code is is involved with doing the shooting in some fashion clearly takes over. Um, it's very weird. So they need to fix some of these things. That's happening to quite a few people, and I've. Not seen it consistently, but I've seen. I did on that particular occasion. I did have it where it was like it was 120, and then it was just 50, and then 120 FPS, and then 50, and there didn't mm. seem to really be anything wrong. Really, um, it was very weird. I had it on customs where my FPS went down really low while someone was using the automatic GL. <laughs> I just had to like sit in the bushes because it just like absolutely tanked my frame rate. I could feel it. It was like 40 or something. Because all these nades were hitting dorms, and I was like, uh, like in the bushes nearby. I was just like, please, can you stop shooting the GL? <laughs> yeah, but on, like a computer. But on streets, you're telling me when someone shoots their gun, they gain FPS. That I understand. Some that, people, right? yes. Okay. I mean, the but GL thing I, in some situations. Like the the GL thing makes sense, but the streets thing I mean, makes no it, sense whatsoever. It, yeah, but exactly. There's <laughs> something really kooky going on there. So the GL thing is like, yeah, something's happening, and it's taking you know processing for some reason way more than it should do for some reason because like customs runs really well but like with with the geo map i can like i can rationalize because like there's explosions there's particles Mm. you know there's there's uh post-processing going on you know what i mean but like someone's shooting their gun gaining fps something's horribly broken with that dude like that's not good at all it's very weird so yeah we need some of these things come through this next patch we really do um, uh, and then I guess the other stuff, like there's stuff just off the bottom, which is just ongoing. Um, they mentioned Unity 2021. There was a roadblock with it that meant mm. that they ended up not pushing it out when they wanted to, and it took longer for them to do. And they fixed it, actually, um, after this graphic was created. And so it should be coming soon to M. I don't know whether it was coming pre-wipe, whether it was coming post-wipe. I wasn't really sure. But it's coming pretty soon, which is cool. Um, and then there's like other ongoing things: the client op- performance optimization, more of the stuff we just talked about, the new matchmaking system. Which I don't know whether that's got anything to do with Arena. I guess so, because they did say that they would be tied in at one point. But that's the one that they publicly announced was being tested on ETS. And then various improvements to the launcher backend and anti-cheat, which like yeah, they're just working on that forever. So that's what we can expect in in August, which is like it's pretty well, cool. The the Union and Matchmaker is going to be... Oh, yeah, that'll be some other time. We don't yeah. know if there's coming with the patch yet because those ones are just like in progress. Unity maybe before or after. But we're, not, we're not really sure. It depends on when they want to do the wipe. If they do the wipe at the very end of August, Unity may well come before the wipe, I think. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm reading this differently then because I'm reading it like all these green bars are coming with the wipe. And right. then the... The blue bars, if you will, are like the estimated time it will be done, but they're still coming with the December wipe. Do you know, 
but right. I guess that's not necessarily. I guess technically that's, they, that's they could launch a patch in between that's not a wipe, but I don't foresee. I mean, I'm sure they will, but I've, I think it's more likely the major features will come with the wipe, but anything's possible. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm reading it the same way as you. It's just these oh, okay. four things at the bottom, like client performance optimization is oh, in gotcha. progress and just ongoing, right? So that has no end date or anything. That's just like continuous. Right. The same thing with the various improvements to the launcher. Unity 2021, as far as this roadmap goes, is slated for somewhere between the August wipe and the December wipe, if you look at the length of the bar. But <laughs> on the cast, Nikita mentioned that they'd fixed the roadblock that stopped them from releasing it. So this is slightly out of date. But he didn't say, I don't think, anyway, I don't think he did. I don't think he said that it was not coming before. I, did, he just, I don't think he specified. So like, if they fix the roadblock like, and they're going to release the, the big wipe at the end of August, they could, in theory, release Unity 2021 at the beginning of August and test that before it comes through. They probably won't. They'll probably do it in the middle sometime. But um, who knows? Honestly, who knows? Who knows? So um, then the next stuff. So actually, I mean, I'm kind of I'm looking forward to all of these things, to be honest with you, like in here. But the big gameplay stuff is coming in December. That's where yeah. we're going to get really... like the, All the stuff that we're getting now is, is great. You know, it's quality of life stuff, small changes, like... Honestly, the pistols thing probably might be the biggest gameplay change out of all of the stuff. The rest of it is body part healing with keys and like expansions, new guns and things like nothing fundamental is changing really and maybe yeah. better FPS. The loadout presets is pretty big just in the gameplay in a sort of yeah. um, setup sense. But again, it's like it's speeding up getting into raid. It'd be like if they could make the matchmaking instantaneous, like it wouldn't change the game, but it would change the way the players experience the game, if you know what I mean. Yep. Whereas December is, is different. So I guess we'll just systematically go through the rest of these as well. Preset magazine ammo loading. Now, I always originally, when they talked about this feature, they worded it really weirdly. And I thought they meant an animation in RAID to load mags, because that currently doesn't exist. Unless they're two separate features that they just didn't mention, and maybe that's what they meant last time. But this sounds much more like the, you know, I want to have alternating 7N41 and BS in my AK mag. And you can set up that preset and load a mag like that. That's what I believe this is. Even though it didn't kind of sound like that previously. Or it was like, it was ambiguous before. Um, because I think that the ammo loading in raid thing is still... It, they should still do it. I think they still want to do that. To load magazines with individual cartridges rather than just being in the menu. Because it's just not very immersive, right? Like, it'd be nice to be able to yeah. walk... Like, you can't sprint or whatever, but to be able to, like, walk around... Yeah, and load mags yeah. would be cool, and uh, not be in the menu. Oh yeah. So, depending on what that is, and if that is the you know the custom alternating round mag loading, that will be fun, especially for doing leg meta and stuff like that. Because sometimes you don't want all rip, and it's just it's too painful to do the alternating. I think that'd be pretty cool. Then the recoil rework, church recoil recoil rework. They have shown. I'm sure everybody has seen it. I'm sure they've, they've shown a teaser. Well, a work in progress. It's not even a teaser. It's a work in progress of the recall rework and how it looks at the moment. And they showed it with some stock guns. I think, was there an M4 or was it just an AK? There was an the AK and there was an M4. Yeah. I mean, I would, they're like, I would say they're lightly modded. Um, 
Yeah, I think the AK has a muzzle on it or something. Yeah, it looks like that's okay, about it. Like PWS, maybe. Yeah, it has a it has a muzzle. I think it has a grip um, handguard. That's uh, it. It it's hard to say. I, I don't think it's a stock one though. And definitely the the rail is the. I think that's the dog leg, the one that no one uses anymore. I, I think, think so. The one that's strictly worse than the right. Oh, uh, my favorite for things. that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. It's like, oh, it's more expensive and it's one less ergo. Have fun. Very strange. Very, very strange. But yeah, the, the recall rework is interesting. So we kind of got to break it down in a few different ways. What did they show us specifically? They showed us semi auto bouncing around the point of aim at any angle and any and any distance within a certain radius so your shot can go down as well as up for the final cursor placement and Sorry. it does not revert to the same place could could i interrupt you could you send me yes. the timestamp to the podcast i think you said you got this like i got it for my own cast <laughs> that works because um, I, I, the Twitter quality is so low, like, and then with it being like recorded and then re-uploaded and YouTube compression, like they're not gonna be able to see absolute jack. <laughs> yeah. So on my stream, it was one hour twenty-two, and well, fifty seconds, I think, somewhere around there, maybe even earlier. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, one minute twenty-two thirty, I think, kind of where it starts, twenty-five. Um, that's what, yeah, that's when you start to see the semi-auto stuff. So, God, it's just like, we, it's hard to break it down. I've been trying to figure out what I like, what I don't like, what I even want. Like, I'm, I'm not an expert on IRL guns. Not that that really matters. But I'm also not really an expert on, like, recoil game design either. So it's hard to know, like, what we want to see from this system, right? Like, we, I know the outcomes that we want, but I don't necessarily know how you get from A to B. Semi-auto, so semi-auto in the existing iteration of Tarkov shoots, you shoot the bullet, it is dead on, mm -hmm. and then your reticle bounces based on vertical recoil and comes back to the center based on PMC auto control. That's how it works at the moment. The way it's working in the work in progress right now is that you fire your bullet, it goes exactly where the reticle is placed, where the crosshair is placed. <laughs> Thank God. The, <laughs> the the aim point m shakes or moves in a random direction up down left or right and resettles on a different position to the one that your gun was placed on originally right now a lot of people have said that this seems like they're making semi-auto less consistent because you don't know which way it's going to go because like right now you know it's basically going to come back yep to the middle so you just have to wait like it depends on which gun you're using as to that resettling time so if you're using an rsas it's much quicker than on an m1a for example but you just have to wait for it to get back and then you can fire again bang 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 it's very consistent right and it's like using something like the sks why some some people like the sks because that's very very tight i mean all the guns have got tight horizontal these days but the sks is still particularly tight i think and um or even uh vertical 
even the MDR, I mean, I, I can't say for certain nowadays, but I know the MDR used to have a really high return to center time, so it was like great for single tapping. Yeah, they did actually nerf that on the big one. Yeah, the, the 308. Oh, okay. It's not as good now. But, um, but yeah, you're basically just like, once you get used to the gun, you get used to the timing of firing, you're waiting for this. And you have that pattern in your head, right, that it goes up and comes down and up and comes down. It's always the same. Yeah. So you get that timing, you get used to the weapon, you get used to the rhythm, and that allows you to shoot on semi in a fairly decent way. The problem, I think, is the fact that the recoil is like too high, you know, because if you try to fire too quickly, you're caught halfway on the re- return and it goes up and up and it starts to, you know, it's off, right? You can only fire at a certain speed. It's a very rhythmic thing in Tarkov. With this one, this new one, because it could go anywhere, it's a bit like horizontal recoil. Mm-hmm. that we've talked about in the past. You can't control for it because you don't know which way it's going to go. So you have to shoot, wait and see where it goes, adjust, and fire again. It's much harder than being able to time it because you know where it's going to go next, you know? So you go yeah. bang, 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 because you know exactly it's going it's to go up and come back down, but up and come back down, bang, bang. It's like drumming along to a song. You know, it's a rhythm game. Yeah. Whereas if it's like you're trying to listen to a drum beat, you don't know when it's coming and it's like you have to drum when the drum beat happens right you can mm. with a rhythmic thing you can just dum 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 along with the music if it's like random it's like dum 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 and like then you're gonna be off like it's just the whole rhythm is off and so i think that's what people are worried about that will be feel inconsistent about this and make semi harder is because you're gonna be constantly adjusting your mouse trying to get back to where you are and sometimes it's gonna be up sometimes it's gonna be down and i think the Ultimately, what people are concerned about, I think, is that the volume of shots that you can get on target is going to go down. The accurate volume of shots you can get on target is going to go down. I think that's what people mean. They don't necessarily know that that's what they mean, but I think that's what they mean when they're saying like semi-auto is going to be harder and like less consistent. At least that's what I mean, right? Because the like, accurate volume of shots is the most important thing with semi. You can spam semi like crazy, but it's often often it's like only useful close up or in point fire or whatever so it's that accurate volume of shots and if that goes down that's going to be a nerf to semi-auto which already kind of needs some love and i think that's what makes people concerned a little bit yeah i mean i would it's tricky because i would say i mean i I do think it is more difficult um this newer semi-auto system because you have to be a lot more proactive uh, versus like previously it was more passive you just sort Mm -hmm. of like as you said, it was very ryth- rhythmic. So now you have to like adjust on the fly, and yeah. like there, there's it's interesting because there's like a bit of a trade off, right? Um, like in the old system, you know, I'm I'm using my skewed memory of a 308 MDR where you'd have the voodoo. It's it's got insane k- kick, you know. It's got the classic flip, but like it's going to reset back to center every time in the same spot. So it was like it's just very rhythmic for single taps. It felt really good. Whereas now you perhaps maybe have better sight picture because there's less recoil overall in in theory, right? With this new system, because I I think it's fair to say there's, yeah, definitely there's less recoil overall. I mean, we'll get into some of the finer details in a bit, but the trade-off is that it's now sporadic it and it's like on a spectrum. Like in some instances when, you know, the shots fire, uh, it moves only slightly. Um, maybe it moves only slightly to the left or right or, or, you know, in some diagonal direction. 
In some instances, yeah. it's really massive. Like it moves a lot. And you know, I, I feel like it 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 is a nerf because when you're going for single taps, you're typically going for precision. And I mean, I guess yeah, just don't miss your shot. But you know, it, you know, we're all not all of us can be as good as Church One X One. So um, you know, we got to keep that in mind. <laughs> but it's gonna make those follow up shots a lot more challenging and feel pretty bad, in my opinion. So I, I here's the thing: I like the conceptual idea. I just think it needs to be toned down. And my presumption of how this system works and we'll get into for detail is that when you how it works essentially is like when you let go of mouse one it then applies this repositioning of the of the center point of aim you know what i mean so that it's a theory mm-hmm. a game theory but you know maybe you do a burst and you let go and it and it recenters but it, i think there's some kind of like check it does to do that and i and i assume the reason why they did something like this potentially is because they'd want to avoid um like a single tap like a like a spam i call it like a spam meta mm-hmm. where i mean i've played games that had this issue where um and you know imagine like counter-strike but instead of like ridiculous recoil you just have bloom essentially like your your gun becomes more inaccurate um however when you're not shooting the gun uh, your your bloom sort of reduces your crosshair size. Um, you know, it's kind of like COD too, if you're familiar with you know Call of Duty. But uh, so essentially, there was this meta where you would um, instead of full autoing, you would sort of like tap your gun um, in like a very rhythmic way, like not single taps, but like sort of like hold it down for like 0.2 milliseconds release, hold it down for 0.2 milliseconds release. Mm. You and you try to like get it in a very rhythm and you would basically be fighting the bloom to keep it like somewhat accurate but you could like full auto and be very accurate it was like it's kind of like busted um and one of the ways they like fixed that is they basically just added in like a hard code when you let go of the mouse at you know mouse one it like just increases bloom instead of it was like really janky it just completely killed the thing anyways i'm going on tangent so that that's kind of my assumption because I think they might fear, I mean, I mean, they might fear some type of meta like that. Alternatively, they just wanted to do it because realism. But I, I just I think I think it's kind of a neat feature. I just think it needs to be scaled down to like ninety percent of what or eighty percent. Sorry, scale down to ten to twenty percent of what it is shown at currently. Yeah, that's I think thoughts. I agree. The uh, there's only one other part to it that. I was just thinking about now because I just was rewatching the clips while you were talking. There's one thing that we didn't see, they didn't actually do, which is exactly what you just said, or, and then what I was kind of alluding to, which is like the fastest that you can fire it on semi, what does that look like? Because, sort of, in a sort of like weird way, because the recoil is random, and I don't know if there's a bias. I'm not sure if there's an upward bias or what, but I mean, it seems to go kind of in any direction. In theory, if you're just like spam clicking semi, mm-hmm. it might end up just averaging out. You know, sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. So you just like, you just keep clicking. You like do a sort of macro adjustment as you're going through. But because it's, you know, it's never, it's not going up. It's like, 
bam, 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 bam. And sometimes you'll get a drift and you'll just have to readjust it, but it might actually end up being quite good. Possibly. I mean, some of the, if you look at the AK, uh, there's like the one of the later taps he does, it like drifts way down into the yeah. right, which is like pretty egregious. Um, and like, mind you, this is like what 10 meters, like, yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. It, it and these I'm guns not... are kind of unmodded too. Like, this is the problem. Right. We need to figure it out. We need there's to there's a lot it of questions, yeah, modded sure. guns as well. Because, like, we were talking about this the other day, um, offline actually, about how certain systems of recoil. So, so Tarkov had the same system of recoil prior to 12.12, right? right? All that got changed was the numbers. But nobody ever thought that the flip or the recoil itself was really a problem until 12.12 came through because the numbers got adjusted. So when all the guns were really low recoil and laser beamy, the problems with the system weren't even that evident. You know, the fact that like fast fire rate weapons get, you know, penalized um, more because they shoot quicker, they got higher RPM and all this stuff. Like none of that appeared until 12.12. So if you end up with... Kind of, sort of. Like we need to, we need to see both ends of the spectrum we need to see like the meta guns because a meta gun on semi with randomized drift well if the you know if you take a stock m4 and it's like 90 recoil when you take a meta m4 and it's like 20 recoil if you did divide that effect by five and it is random around a point but it's like right. that might actually be insanely be good insane yeah that's a, yeah. That's a fair and, point and we need to test both ends of the spectrum before we can really tell what whether it's going to work or not so yeah, I mean, that, that's that, but that's that, okay, that's, that's semi. That's semi. Anything else to say about semi? I kind of want to, like, break it out, because, like, this is one of the most important things that's coming. BSG, just let's just in, interlude for a second. They, BSG seem to be, like, open to feedback. They want people to make videos. I might make a video on it at some point, like, once I've decided what, I, what I'm thinking and after I've spoken to everybody. And because that's the thing, I didn't want to just, like, I was tempted just to jump in and be like, oh, look at this recall, like, make a video about it and stuff. And I was like, no, I want to, I want to sit, I want to think about it properly. I want to make an actual video that, I think either summarizes what other people have said and what I feel as well and what I think is good or not, and, or maybe even just the questions that we still have. Um, but BSG are open to feedback on this system. They're going to be watching the stuff. They're going to be reading the Reddit articles. They're going to be, you know, the community managers are looking out for things to forward onto the team. They're taking in all the feedback to try and get this right. So we basically have like, we have one chance to fix Tarkov Recoil. And if we screw it up as a community, I, I know it's on BSG, but like we need to try our absolute best to get what will be good and I, do we know what's going to be good I'm not sure but um yeah you know, on that note they said that apparently um i think clean put a twitter post out saying that the ets change is it's going to come to ets the recoil because everyone was like pleading saying like please put it on ets and there's another big campaign at the moment going on about redu- removing the nda i think uh trey's talking about that. i saw some posts from him and stuff and uh i think clean's been like what's what's the word um alluding teasing no, what's the, uh, the the word I'm looking for? Yeah, camp, campaigning. I, I was trying to say lobbying. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lobby. No, I think I think I think Clean's been like lobbying BSG to remove the NDA. I think behind the scenes, and he kind of was like, oh, you know, actually, maybe I'll find, maybe I'll even find the tweet that he that he posted. Um, because yeah, if we just need like as much feedback as possible, so that we can well, actually get what is going to be the best for the game and like test a billion different things. Airwing did comment on. Tween's original tweet about Riven, uh, about testing uh, recoil on ETS, and he asked them, like, straight up, like, okay, that's great, but are they going to remove the NDA? And then Clean responded with uh, Peter Griffin <laughs> give a perhaps. Yeah, which is, that's what I was uh, uh, so referencing. Of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I was referencing. So, 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully they do. Hopefully they remove the NDA yeah, so think it's... we can see what's going on and the whole community can talk about it. Everybody yeah. can critique it. Like, it's, it's important. So, that said, burst fire. Well, let me, let me say this about, <laughs> go back to single fire. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I, I still stand by, I think that the conceptual idea is a good thing. Um, and and here's here's how I think they should try because this is I mean it's such a complicated thing you know you were kind of like alluding to like you know we need to make it as good as possible well what's good you know what I mean what what's the what's the fundamentals uh, that we're trying to achieve here you know what's the philosophical standpoint on some of these things you know like does this need to be like arena quake you know simulation you know or does it need to be like crazy recoil breaking my arm you know skill issue get good scrub level up your pmc to level 72 and get max recoil control you know what's what's the thing and it i do think that from a designer standpoint i think they shouldn't have the hierarchy set up to where i don't want to say like semi is is the best thing all the time because i don't want to say like it should be semi first and full auto because i think that's very misleading but i think it should be engagement based and gun fact while factoring the gun you're using so like for example if i have a mp5 right i should be able to full auto from up close medium range and maybe like long range like 100 meters is going to be kind of iffy at that point i may want to start considering burst or single fire whereas i'm using like a uh, what's a really high recoil gun? Foul. <laughs> foul. Right. You know, a short barrel foul. Okay. Uh, I want to be single tapping a, a lot of times, unless they're like, my barrel is inside their belly button. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you, I want to have that like, set up where, depending on the gun, um, and how it's modded, affects how I'm going to manipulate the gun in terms of firing it right and yeah i do think that this should be a slight skew towards uh precision over volume is also another good mm -hmm. phrasing um because i i fear that and we're going to get into but i fear that with this current system how it how it's presented again it's a work in progress but i fear that nothing's really changed continue to full auto if we were to get the system as it is now and i think that when the default option is full auto it sort of like takes away a lot of aspects of the game like the reference battle bit just just a bit um it is a very like full auto meta because the recoil essentially is there is no recoil pattern it's all vertical right <laughs> and you have horizontal, just like in, you know, Tarkov, and it's random. And the meta is basically, you know, SMGs, because they have low recoil overall, vertical and horizontal. You just laser beam people across the map. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy how good SMGs are in the game. And you, you don't necessarily want that either. But there is some cool aspects where some guns, like the AUG, for example, it has, like, a slow rate of fire. And has like relatively okay recoil, but it has high velocity. And because of that, it's DPS isn't that great, but it's like mm -hmm. extremely good at like mid range engagements, you know? 
Um, and if you want, you could go for like single taps, but it's kind of just like better for full auto. I'm kind of rambling, but my point is, is like, I don't want to get in this, into a spot where every gun, its default usage is full auto. That's, that's yeah. my, and that's pretty much what we have in Tarkov. There's, of course, there's times where you want to single tap, you know, um, and get precision shots. You know, I'm not saying that's not the way to do things, even in battle, but there's cases where you want to do that as well. But I like, I like to see a bit more some type of hybrid between do I choose to go for precision or do I choose to, to fight the recoil for volume and it's still challenging, but like manageable. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think that's, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think I do agree with you. It's a, it's a balanced thing and it's Mm -hmm. a, it's like you said, depending on the gun, it's like, it's not necessarily even a realism thing. It's just a play styles and, and gun balance things. If, if I'm using an MP5 and I'm taking a cartridge that is lower power and lower damage and lower pen, I should be able to full also further than taking something high power. If I take something high power that has higher damage and pen, I'm going to suffer for it on full auto, but it either means that I need to be more skilled, which, which rewards the player, or it's, I'm just not going to hit as many shots. So it's like that trade-off. And I think um, there was... Um, there was some chat in my chat about what was wrong with recoil and you know, I was like originally. Some people were saying like, oh well recoil was fine. I actually had some conversations on Twitter as well with people. And my response is basically just like, you know, initial recoil is too high on a lot of guns. Burst is useless at the moment. Full auto is good most of the time. Although it does seem to be a bit less than it was. Um, you know, the full auto used to be insane. Before twelve twelve, full auto was the only thing, the only game in town. You could just like four times full auto everybody with like M4s and stuff over two hundred meters and things. It was just insane. You could easily keep a four X on target on full auto. Yeah. I mean twelve twelve. The one sorry to to interrupt and throw you of course a bit, but the one caveat I would say is like recoil was in my experience, there's threads going back five years ago where people are complaining about recoil, and it's because the stock guns are so bad like the gap between stock and fully meta is so bad yeah. like and twelve twelve obviously made everything quote-unquote worse you know what i mean so like the the problems became even more obvious i think but like the yeah, yeah. starter guns were really bad but once you got them fully modded it's like okay this is pretty good right <laughs> yeah so that's the thing it's like when when things are fully when things are fully modded but auto is probably the best Playstyle pretty much almost and, always. I'm sorry. Then that's the other part is like in this discussion is how do they want the mods to play into the system? Because I think one yeah. fault as well is if you have mods drastically impacting the system, then your gap between, you know, is a stock AK going to look like 1212 and then a fully modded AK is going to like this new perfect, you know, modern society utopia uh recoil system that we're gonna get like i don't think that's very i don't think that's like gonna benefit like be a good path i think they want to possibly lean into having the gaps a lot closer yeah exactly so the range of the guns matters and probably should be brought closer together so the stock guns are either stock guns are better and meta guns are worse, or some well, may keep the meta guns the same and make the stock guns better. Probably not make the meta guns worse. Um, 
there's like there's so many aspects to it right there's like there's the balancing aspects that we talked talked about about how you know still even still now like a meta mutant is more controllable than certain weapons in 9-0 for example which is um, sad i think which is just like silly it's just there's balancing things like that there's visual stuff like scope shadowing blacking right. out camera recoil versus head the flip around the pistol pivot grip like that's another element to it so yeah how, how it actually could how like reticles disappearing out of the frames of red dots scope shadowing on things like the tac 30 that's like one thing and that yeah that's camera recoil weapon recoil field of view pivot points then you've got the intra guns things like what does a fully modded gun look like versus an unmodded gun and then you've got the play styles between the modes like we were just talking about semi versus burst versus full what does that look like what should that look like right should burst fire be in the center somewhere if you're using your mp5 in your you know in our end game situation it's like okay well i can full auto out to this distance but then should i be able to use burst after that because right now burst is burst is probably like it's not the biggest problem because most people just use either semi or full auto so it's not like game breaking um but should burst be usable do we want burst to be usable do we want a two or three round burst to be good at a sort of middle distance it means that they need to you know you need to have like two or three shots on target would that make it better than semi-auto automatically or could it have like a bigger spread pattern than a if you did semi rapidly with three shots like it should be right like semi going bang 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 should have a tighter pattern than going with the burst but that should be tighter than doing three rounds on full auto (laughs) that's ultimately Uh, what it comes down to right yeah i mean i get what you're saying i just i I just fear not necessarily like three rounds on full auto but it should be tighter than like Rounds four, four and five, five. Yeah, yeah. on full auto. Yeah, because you should be 100%. able to use burst on full auto mode manually right. without having it selected, right? But you, you, I you, think you that's know, the you safest know what I mean. thing to do, yeah. Yeah. For the sake of realism alone. Yeah. And just and gameplay balance. There's more more what I'm talking about and more what I care about. So yeah. does this system do this? Well, maybe for semi, it really depends. I don't really know. Does burst? Does it do this for burst? No, it doesn't look like it. Like the way, because we haven't really like summarized everything now. So what it seems no. to do: the first shot's perfectly on target. Every Wait. subsequent shot just goes up in a line to about shot six or something, and then the auto PMC control kicks in perfectly, and it just vibrates around the point. It's a very early work in progress overview, but taking into consideration everything that we've discussed around the system, I know we've gone like a really long way around it, but I think the context <laughs> is important. Yeah. It means that semi is what we said it was. It may be good, may not be. It's on a completely different model to that of full auto and burst because it's got the random recoil. If you're doing full auto, the gun always goes up now. This is different. The semi and full auto have been completely separated. Like Right now, they're actually part of the same system. Use semi-auto quick enough, you get the full auto pattern and the PMC auto compensation right now in the game if you do it quick enough. But this is different, it seems. Yeah. they've implemented now they're, they're now segregated and two completely separate recall models burst has been combined with well we haven't actually seen any but any actual burst fire like mode we haven't seen them shoot that so we don't know but manually controlled burst fire as in letting go of full auto before, you know after three rounds looks like the first bit of full auto which is also garbage to me because wouldn't you think right that the first couple of rounds of full auto should just look like semi um, with a random bounce random bounce and then it goes up yeah that's that's how i would if i was to shoot a gun 
like a fully automatic gun and I had some experience of it, I would expect me to, you know, there might be a little bit of a kick. Um, maybe if I'm like really trained, right. I might be able to anticipate the, the recoil and be able to counteract the kick, the initial kick, but it probably is still going to shake off target because I'm moving, you know, I'm sort of like anticipating and leaning into it. So it might shake off a bit. Um, I don't know. It's so let me add one more thing. I'm sorry. We're all over the place on this, but because I feel like we're formulating something here. So like we said, a, we need to figure out, um, sort of how you, how should the player manipulate the gun? What does that look like? As far as like, you know, the times a single full auto burst, etc. And then B, we said how the mods impact that, right? What does that look like? The gaps. Mm -hmm. And then the third final thing I would say is something that's like needs to be considered, but it's probably not a in all be all break all is like how will the skills affect that? Like I think you have to I know they're we haven't mentioned it yet, but they're planning on reworking skills, but just something to consider. Um it's like a little final Another cog in the, the machine, but that sounds to me like an extension of the mods in some ways because it's yes. like they kind of do the things the mods do, but a bit more. So yeah, you have to think about it as in like someone fully skilled and fully modded. It's just like an extension to that, I think. Unless you're assuming you're else. keeping the same system, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's just something to mm. have in the back of your mind. At least I'll say this: if you're good, if you were to make a video, it's something a toward targeted towards bsg is something you should mention like hey don't forget about skills how yeah, how should they interact with this should they be a linear buff should they be more niche like maybe smgs uh your smg skills does what you want an smg to do maybe it's more ergonomic uh that way it's you know it's snappier uh maybe your assault rifles reload faster because assault rifle maybe your your sniper's Bolt actions bolt faster because you're a sniper. Uh, maybe your DMRs have less recoil. Wait, whatever. But you know, just just something to to pitch at BSG to, to think about because I think it's they've done a lot to skills, like in terms of like reducing them mm -hmm. to where it's almost like not non-existent. But I do think it's important to maintain the skills because it is a ARPG, and I like I like the conceptual idea. You know, we just got to get the implementation in that sweet spot. Anyways. Let me say some pauses about this recoil system. I've already talked about the single fire. The full auto, I think, is better. Like, if we were to give me this now, I think it's better. Simply because I can see what I'm shooting at, Giga, with my full auto. I can see my sight picture, dude. So, I think that's instantly a W for me. Like, I don't love that it goes up as much as it does. So, like, you know, the center of my screen isn't where my bullets are going, if, if, where my gun's aiming, you know what I mean? But it's something mm -hmm. I can compensate for, right? Like, it's fine, okay? Um, sorry, I know, I know I'm, know i like, everywhere. Was there anything you wanted to, to say before I keep rambling? <laughs> no, that's fine. It's a very bitty conversation with, <laughs> like, is. lots of different topics to it. Like, we, we kind of, like, skills was the only thing I think that I had on my list, because, like, I'm probably going to make something about this, I think, yeah. at some point. Um, and it's just like, it's just useful to like thrash it out, but it's like, it's not clean when you're thrashing it out. 
in the first place. For it sure. just isn't because it's not formulated right. And I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what I want. And it's it all comes down to why do we want certain things? What do we want players to do? This is always the stuff that we're talking about. Why? Do, what do we want players to actually do? And then how do we incentivize them to do this? And I always feel like their system for semi, I think, might be okay. I think the system for burst is a little bit too much. I think as per conversations going on in the chat are that three rounds from full auto should look like three rounds from burst. And the, so the thing I have that right now, semi basically is on a flat, like semi on average doesn't move your, like it, it moves your reticle, right? But on average, it doesn't have any bias. It goes in a random direction and resettles in a particular place. Okay, fine. We're going to have to feel, we're going to have to just play with it to see what that feels like. I don't really know. I think then the full auto model mm -hmm. should probably take that as the starting point, but, but begin to apply an upward bias. So, so round number two looks like a semi auto shot would. Just trying to think about whether this makes <laughs> sense because you don't. It happens quicker. You don't have a chance to readjust. So maybe it could just be the same. So it could just be like shot two and three basically look like semi-auto shots still, but obviously they happen very quickly. So it's kind of hard to adjust for them. And on shot three, so you have like a you have a curve of yeah. like upward biasing, which begins as soon as you hold the button down and it goes on for you know, more than one shot. So the, the left click button is held down for shot two. Okay, we begin the upward bias. That gradually increases. Shot three, it's almost unnoticeable. And then after that, shot four, start, you start to see it like properly, clear away from the main center of the, the, where it's been targeting previously. And then it goes up, up, up to shot five or six or something, and then, and then level out again to where it is now. So like the, the oh, final okay. state of the full auto, I think, is okay. I think that's fine. And the problem I don't like about it is just like how... It's like, here's single, and then like, oh, now it's burst. It's just a straight line, and then like, oh, now it's just suddenly stopped, and the PMC auto comp has come back in. If they could right. make that, if they could smooth that out, when you fired on burst, it would still use the same system. Maybe shot three is like slightly more wild, or it's like slightly higher. You know, it's got a very small bias to being slightly higher, but like not by much, and not that you'd need to compensate for. But it would look like semi, but you obviously wouldn't be able to adjust for it because it's still moving around the center point. So your burst, it just goes, duh, 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 and it's like around the area. Around the area, and as soon as, but if you fire more than that, it's going to start to do the tick up until you hit the PMC comp, like it kind of does now. That's I think that's where I'm getting to for this system that would feel okay because then that makes like semi. Yes, you have to adjust burst. You don't get to adjust because it's too quick. So you get the three shots. They're around. They're sort of centered around the center somewhere. There's no upward bias particularly. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit at the end, but there's not really an upward bias. Maybe if you spam the button, I don't know. But then if you full auto, then you get the upward bias on like shot four and four and above until the PMC auto comp kicks in at like shot six or something. And then it's around the same point. So you still have to compensate with the mouse at the beginning for full auto, but it doesn't come back down again like it does now. I think that would, I think I'm thinking that that is where I'm at with it. What do you think of that? So let me Does that make you, sense? Um, I think so. So let me ask you this. You, when it comes to the full auto, of the model that was showcased you are you like the fact that it travels up and then reaches like its max point and then stays there 
I think that's good. I think that's better than it is now. I don't like the fact that right now it jumps to a maximum and then comes back down. I think that's weird because yeah, of what is, I but... think it's I think it's okay in principle, but I think in practice it doesn't make sense because there's a real player sat behind the PMC doing the opposite right. of what the PMC is doing. So it doesn't make sense for a game um, because we have to then push the gun back up to undo the automatic compensation that the PMC is doing. That's never made sense from a gameplay perspective. So having it just sit there stable is better because the P- like you do some auto compensating and then the PMC takes over. That's fine. That, that, I think that's a good balance between the two things. You don't have to compensate permanently because that isn't really what you see either. When you see somebody firing you know, full auto on the range, they're like, and then they lean into it and then it's stable. It's not like yeah. they have to suddenly like wrestle the gun back the other way or anything. Like it, it's it's kind of got a realism angle to it, whilst the gameplay being sensible. I think. Yeah, my only concern of that is that the gameplay. I think you know leaning on the realism there may make the gameplay suffer because my fear is that the only, the only op. Well, the the more preferred option, I'll say, will be to full auto because you essentially every gun is just going to be full auto pull down. It's it's the same it's the same idea as before. It's it's just better because you can see what you're shooting at. So you just full auto pull down and you just leave your mouse there, and you just let let the mods and the gun and the skills do do the work for you. You know what I mean? So there's like a little there's like an, an initial user input but past that point you kind of let the game art like for example i mean you've played battle bit right a bit mm-hmm. the, if you full auto if you don't move your mouse on full auto your camera slash gun will just continue to go up into oblivion and presumably till yeah. you reach you know looking straight up at the sky so there's a yeah. constant fight to sort of drag your your mouse down um and mm-hmm. to me that simulates as if I'm wielding the gun and I'm fighting, you know, I'm trying to like get a hold of this mechanical beast in my shoulder. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so you have like a little bit of that at the start, but then it kind of cuts off, which I think just kind of makes it there. There's a concern that it makes it a, a little too easy. Mm. The one suggestion I would have is how you were describing, like essentially I could see it being a, exponential formula so like you fire shot one right and then it you know it gets the recoil gets multiplied you fire shot two gets multiplied but we're talking really small numbers and and you know obviously this is like dependent on the base whatever the base figure is right it's like let's say an m4 the base is like 0.01 and the multiplier is like i don't know 20 I'm, i i i don't even know what this looks like but you, you can see what i mean is like it's it's like you know shot one on target shot two is like on target shot three is like slightly off target shot four is like slightly off target shot five is like a little bit off target and then etc until like your shots 15 and 16 and 17 you know they're like way off target and you're sort of having to like the more you full auto essentially what i'm getting at the more you full auto the more unwieldy the gun feels so you sort of have to like grip one for dear life yeah I think that makes sense. I don't think it needs to be fully exponential. I think you could have a, a pattern where, okay, we're saying in semi, you're basically like shooting each time at the same point. So you're always going to be dead on. Burst has got a little pattern around. It's three semi shots where you didn't get a chance to really compensate for them. So long as the, once you're full autoing, if the full auto spray pattern is like 
wider than that burst pattern. I think that's okay. There's a balance to be had, right? It when needs you say to be pattern, a certain width. What do you mean? So exactly? Like if you if you just if you're in the full auto, fully PMC controlled regime, you've done the first couple of shots. It's it's not moving up anymore. It's just in the steady state. Okay. Those three shots in that should look wider than the burst three shot. That's how you balance it, right? Because yeah. you're basically saying that burst fire is going to be t- a t- give you a tighter spread than the full auto, fully PMC compensated model. So for full auto, not only do you have to compensate originally, when it's in the steady state regime after the compensation bit for the player is done, and you're just firing at what a point, it should be wider than the guy that's bursting. Because the guy who's like doing burst fire is like, he's leaving gaps okay, between his shots, right? So it's like, do I want to go for three shots, three shots, three shots, versus the guy who's just like on continuous fire? And then it's a, then it's a balance between like volume versus accuracy at that point. That's right. how I think you balance it. I don't know. No, I kind of like that. Um, because even in the demo that they showcased, it, it almost looked to me, and you tell me what you think, but it almost looked to me when they were full autoing that once it reached the apex, it started like the horizontal started to kick in more aggressively. I don't, I mean, it's, it's hard to say if that's true or not. I don't, I don't think it is, but that could be the case, right? Maybe maybe it's just more visually apparent because there is no more vertical recoil. That that also makes sense. I mean, I'm looking at some of these like sprays. I mean, it does look like it, right? Because it's like dot 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 in a line, and then the vertical, and then the full auto is like round in a ring, you know? Yeah. Let it certainly looks like that. For the sake of argument, let's assume that's a case. That's the case. Mm-hmm. Um. That could work. That could work. It, it's, it's hard to say. It is, you'd, this is the thing you'd really have to like, get it on, on hands and test it. Yeah. Because I, essentially what I want to try to incentivize is you know this idea of having to, if you're going to do the full auto thing, you know, if I'm going to fire M995 at 800 rounds per minute, you know, I think there needs to be some trade-off to where, and, and not just some, but enough of a trade-off to incentivize me to go for precision versus volume. Yeah. Because I fear I that if, if the full auto is not that disincentivizing for mid-range engagements, let's say, um, like, I'm totally fine you full autoing three to five, seven shots, you know. Mm. Um, but I think, like, just mag dumping is where I'm a little concerned is, like, I don't want it to be, like... Because, like, quite honestly, in Battlebit, you can literally just, like, hold down mouse one, control the recoil, and just keep flicking from target to target. Like, it's a lot of fun, but it's kind of broken at the same time. But it's okay, because it's Battlebit, you know what I mean? Exactly. Where it's like Tarkov, we're trying to go for like some type of like simulation RPG uh, first person shooter, you know, tactical, right? <laughs> the most tactical shooter known to mankind. Yeah. <laughs> it's why DMRs are so hard to use in Battlebit as well, though, really. Yeah, they're not very good. It's sad. I hope they get giga buff, but unfortunately, yeah, they're, they're like in a weird middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is interesting. I mean, maybe this is a skill issue for me, but I feel that... So the burst has very little horizontal, which is good. 
But I feel that burst is really hard to control because you have to just do very little. Because like controlling full auto, it ha- the controlling happens once, and then it just you just have to kind of keep it in the middle. Controlling burst is annoying because if it jumps each time, you have to do the control each time. You have to get it right, otherwise you end up undershooting, overshooting. Like it's a bit of a skill issue. It makes burst really hard to do. I just feel that like. A lot of people just default to full auto because it's so much yeah. easier to to use than burst. I and think so that's even why I think burst needs a bit more love than that it's got. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even the skill players would still uh, do full auto simply because it's more consistent. Like it's going to be yeah. even for the most skilled player, it's going to be easier to full auto than it is going to be like trying to get the perfect rhythmic of bursting, mm-hmm. dragging, resetting. Yeah, it's just too much so work. I think, yeah. So I think burst needs to just like not require compensation, do you know? To some extent, player. yeah. To and some that, extent. And that's why I think if you have it as like a, a exponential formula that you can sort of like adjust, right? Um, based off the gun. Like the SA58, you probably want it like it's still gonna be exponential, but you probably want it to be more exponentially greater than an M4. Like maybe an M4, it's modded, whatever. It's like fine shots three to five or like relatively on target at 50 meters. Whereas the SA58, maybe you only want the first shot to be on target and shots two to three are like off target at 50 meters. But at 25 meters, it's like the M4 shots one to 10 are like relatively on target at 25 meters, whereas the SA58 shots one to two are like relatively on target at 25 meters. You know what I mean? Like you need to have yeah. it to where it's like, there's a, there's enough room in this system for different guns to behave, uh, different, yeah. differently, but still have that like flexibility with, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still, I still think you can do that under a kind of like unified model of it. Like the SA58 would be the same thing. The burst fire would still be three shots centered around the middle. Uh, but but it's like, but that but that centering is like so much wider, you know, because the, just yeah. the recoil number is so much higher yeah, on that like, weapon. We're, we're saying so the same like, thing. Bum, 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 all around the same thing. And then the, then the full auto kicks in with the exponential thing. But that's like it's bigger jumps between each one, so it goes. You have to control right. it way more, and then but, in the full auto regime, then it's like really wide, so it's like really hard to control over a, over a longer distances. But in your system, hypothetical system, anyways, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you know because the jumps are higher. I'm assuming that the apex is also higher, like it's further yeah. up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, the wi- wider pattern, higher apex. So essentially, wider- it's a T like bigger i guess so i mean at my i didn't feel the knees but is it though mine was more it, it was more like a you know semi's an individual point burst is a little circle around that point mm-hmm. and then it's a cone going up like this to the full auto okay that's kind of how it is Somewhere for me like it's like cone. it's kind of like a sort of like a triangle that comes up like this burst is a little circle around the bottom of the triangle as you full auto it's somewhere in this cone mm-hmm. and then it's and then the the stable spray pattern is somewhere in the circle at the top of the triangle. That's kind of how, that's how it works to me, I think. That's my mind. Because I don't really see why it would be like, bam, 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 bam. Oh, and now it's horizontal. You know, it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of a bit kooky. Yeah. I, like the, I like, think they could do it a bit more gradually and it would do what they want. Um, okay, that's good. I think this is good. I think I've got my mentality 
solidified. I'll have a think about it, have a look and see what other people are talking about, and then uh, maybe do something about it. We should really, we should move on, because we're going to run out of time, actually. Oh, wow, yeah, I just saw the time. <laughs> I know, because we've got so much to... There's actually not that much else that's, like, big, 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 except for the armor rework thing, which is I'm okay with just talking about that, honestly. Everything else is kind of, like, mid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other stuff... Let's just have a, just a quick look forward to see the other things, because I think we've talked about them all before. Vaulting, again, we've, we've talked about it before. Um, blind fire, one-handed, two-handed. Yeah, is it going to matter that much? Like, we've talked about most of these things. Lightkeeper services, it's good that they've acknowledged that's coming in the December, like, the winter update. More streets, left shoulder shooting, which is big. Um, Pretty big, yeah. And then some other things that could mean all sorts of stuff, right? Balancing changes to mechanic. I mean, who knows what that means? Leveling skill weapon, mastering rebalance. Who knows what that could mean? It's like a lot of this stuff is very nebulous. Could mean many things. Mm. Um, so the other, the other thing really is just like the armor customization mainly, which yeah. we did see a proper, proper teaser of. The one other What thing, did you think? Uh, oh, yeah. Go on weapon bipods. I think that's going to be pretty significant for certain guns. Okay. Probably. Um, depending on how it's opened, of course. Uh, one of a few other minor notes. Painkillers is going to be gone. Like the effect, excuse me, the, the, the blurry pixelate, sorry, the pixelization of painkillers is going to be removed. I think that's huge. And a lot of people oh, yeah. seem really happy about that. Not just for streamers, but for game, like normal people too, because now it just, it, it, yeah, it's just better to have a more consistent sharpness. You don't have to worry about over sharpening too blurry whatever it's gonna be it's a good thing all around um okay yeah that's it so armorization um i am sad that the penalties are still the moves the turn speed penalties are still the thing i'm i was one man spamming the chat and the tarkov tv cast like like you know they're reading mm -hmm. my questions like when will the, one man spam one man ban but uh yeah so I'm 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 hoping that Nikita is going to stay stick to that, you know whether it's removed or it's like redesigned. I'm okay with either. I just so I just have to get this out there because it's just playing Battle Bit is just like reminding me of how much I miss having consistency and and aiming because I can feel myself improving, you know, and it's it's I can see it and it's just a great it's just a. It just feels like I'm playing an actual first-person shooter. Like I'm sorry, I, I, I am going to die on this hill that needs to be reworked or removed, one or the other. Um, so, anyways, yeah, because I saw the plates had that move sp turn speed, sorry, turn speed modifier on them. I was like, oh, why are they still putting that in? But overall, I'm excited for the rework. I think it's, uh, I think it's, you know, we've talked about before. It is a little concerning how. Potentially, ammo will be less meaningful, but is that necessarily a bad thing? I, I I can't say. Maybe there needs to be like some adjustments to HP pools, like in thorax, or you know, some some rebalancing to parts. I, you know, I'm not sure, yeah. but uh, regardless, I think it's going to be fun at the very like any change, any new change is just fun to get my hands on and play, like in a in a current gaming system. So I think it'll be fun. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be a big change. I think the biggest thing for me that we need to see before we can decide what is what is a bigger range of armors. Like the only things we've seen for now is the trooper, the slick, slick. both of which are tiny yeah. and allow shots through the side or through the front, yeah. which is fair enough. And we've seen the, the Thor, the big one, 
and the Rosarello. Those are the only four arms we've seen. So we've kind of seen like the two extreme ends of the spectrum. The Slick and the Trooper, as I said, they're very small. They only cover some tiny little areas. They do. Let me see if I can find the list because there is um yeah. So the new hitbox list is back and chest, left side, right side. So I think the I I don't know whether the armpits are ever going to be protected. Presumably not, but um I I. I guess not, because like I'm looking at like the Thor here, right? And that's one of the biggest armors in the game. I think even if you look at the Zabralo, it's the same. So you've got back what and chest, the... left side, right side, neck, and then you've got front, left, right, and back plates on top of that. What about the uh, killer armor and the Karun? Do they cover armpits? I guess, I guess, I guess they wouldn't, or Gazelle even. I just don't think that they can, because like your arm comes through the armor. Right. At some point. And the, well, you know what, actually? Tell a lie. What about, like, the Gen 4? Because that comes, like, around your whole arm. Isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's, like, oh, yeah. But I, I do think there's, like, you know, sleeves to, like, like cutouts for your underarm. Like, your, your what, what's the... below your bicep? Your tricep? Like, I think there's open space there. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just going to depend purely on the armor. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. But anyway, so I'm trying to find the one with Zabrano. I'm pretty sure there was a Zabrano one that they showed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So the Zabrano one again. It's chest, back, right, left, neck, stomach, right shoulder, left shoulder. Maybe there are some extras actually because Zabrano seems to have some extra pieces. That's got a gap underneath your like shoulder. But I feel like the Gen Four full has got has got it like under your arm. We're gonna have to see. And that's got like four plates on it. But what's interesting about these big armors, this is kind of what we suspected, that you're going to have your armor itself, which has got some level of protection <laughs> in it automatically. I don't know if they showed it for the Zabrano, but for the Thor, at least, I think it was class three. So all the, all of the normal pieces, chest, back, left side, right side, neck, da, 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 they're all like class three. And then you can add, you know, class six plate, front, back, left, right. right. So you're not... You're not unprotected in those other places necessarily. Like, yeah, you might have like maybe a, a slot here under your arm or whatever, like depending on the armor. But we're going to have to see the collection of armors and what that means. So something like the Karasa, because that goes like right up to the neck, but then, you know, stops at the arms or whatever. That was going to protect you presumably from the sides a bit better than some of the others. Like I'm not an expert on these things at all. So we're going to have to see exactly what range we get. But so far we've seen like the biggest armors in the game that are basically class three everywhere and class six on the other parts versus some of the tiniest armors in the game where they're just going to let HP rounds into your neck and you're just going to die. Um, so those armors that have got all around, there's going to be some middle ground, I think, of armors that give you that kind of like class two, class three protection everywhere, and then you can add a few plates in. I feel like it'll, it may well end up being that thing of you have class two on everything and then you put class five in front, back, left, right, or even just front, back. And there'll be some middle ground there where it's like, that's the best sort of bang for buck for movement speed and ergonomics. You're not going to get one tap by a shotty, but you also it will instantly die to BP either. That's what I'm going to be looking out for, exactly which combination of armors work with which specific hitboxes and which ones give you the most coverage. Because that's, that's going to be the biggest problem, just getting shot in unprotected areas. Going to make things like the Slick and the Trooper way less worth. Armor's yeah. going to be much cheaper than it used to be. and People are going to die much faster. It's going to take a lot of balancing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure if there's like a case where, you know, maybe on like Lighthouse or Woods, you know, these long range maps, maybe you might 
prefer running uh you know slicks and troopers maybe um i mean there i feel like there's a little bit of that now but maybe more so i don't know it's yeah because you can get away without stomach on those maps now i think yeah but at the same time if you you know get two tapped by some sniper round because one hits your plate one hits your neck the collarbone i don't know it's it's tricky it's tricky um i just i really just can't see me i don't know maybe maybe the meta will be thor okay and we'll just have to set our sensitivities higher and just always run thors you know i'm not sure um and the other the other question too i'm sorry i can't shut up about this but if if my plate i'm assuming it's not the case but if my plate dies does it you know, if it gets zeroed, does the penalties get removed? I'm assuming not. But then I'm assuming if, not. if I want to change, like if I want to change my plate, I guess that'd be fine. We keep the same sensitivity. But well, if you want to take it out and get it back in insurance, so you can repair it. Then your sensitivity is going to increase. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's some minor annoyances around that, but uh, it is what it is. So, yeah. I'm I, overall, though, I'm looking forward to this. I think it'll be fun. Um, one one thing, jumping back to recoil real quick. One thing I just remembered is they need to also factor in ergo. What does ergo look like? Because one other issue is that if you could do all this stuff to to re, to to recoil, but I still think they need to look at hip fire slash you know non ads fire. Um, so I think there is a concern that. Ergo is not meaningful, and you still stack on recoil. Mm-hmm. And reg- like part of the reason why Hipfire is so strong is because the flip nowadays. Um, so even though they remove the flip, let's say you can still see your site picture. How does Hipfire perform? If it's if if whatever whatever system put in, if it's still like a pain to. ADS and shoot. Well, you kind of just like circumvent part of that issue by not dissipating and ADSing. So I don't know. I, I think the one thing that came up is like something needs to be looked at in regards to ergo slash ship fire. Because I feel like there's a bit of a too much of a skew on that. Like hip fire is just kind of too strong, yeah. I think. Because you, you move faster. You um have better sight picture. Like yeah. do you want to be aim punch while you're ADS or do you want to be aim punch while you're hip I'll take hip fire all the time. Uh do you think that they could know. do that purely by buffing ADS? Yes. Like leave point five the way it is. and uh, just buff ADS. So do some of the things that we talked about, like uh, like more ergo increases like your ADS move speed, for example. So if you've got like a high ergo gun get- and you get like, you know, you're not near point fire speeds, but like there's some kind of trade off there. I guess that still means that if you've got like a foul, you still rather just point point fire it. If you've got a zero ergo build, what was the other thing that we we said? It was, that was what um, numbers of Tarkov was talking about. Was like ergo gives tighter point fire spread. Yeah, I think I think they need to do something and that makes point fire even better. But at least you have to sacrifice recoil for it. See now you can sacrifice ergo and not oh, care true. at all. 
Like there, need, there that's needs. That's true. Yeah, because oh yes, that's true. Because yeah, you, you normally just stack on recoil, and then that just gives yeah. you better point fire. Like who who cares? Like who cares if I have zero ergo? I have I have max recoil. My gun still shoots perfectly. So I mean, I mean, there obviously there's cases where you care the ADS, but it's like ADS behind cover, lean out problems. You know, I mean, there need like in other words, there. I think you want to have. Um, like, a, a long story short, make make short builds great again. <laughs> like, make not great again, but make them good. Like, mm. if I'm you know if I want to build a short SC58, I'm fine having cons on recoil being shitty. I just don't want the default to be stack on recoil reduction and hip fire. Like, like I, it's full auto. Like, I don't, I don't like that meta. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's, it's shitty, in my opinion. I enjoy how in the past they're just like, hey, we'll fix it by make, giving you more, even more ergo to make short builds. And everyone's just like, ergo's not valuable, so I'm still going to make the, the long build. Yeah, you can give it, me as much ergo as you want, and I'll still make yeah. the long build, because it's got less recoil. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. I don't really know what you do. It's like, yeah. I just, I just think like if you're gonna have uh, a gun be short, then it should like it's okay. It's a short gun, so it's more maneuverable in close quarter combat. So like it, in some way, it should perform better in that situation. Whether it, like it's obviously should be snappier, um, but maybe it should like hit fire better. Like maybe they need to redo the laser flashlight bonus that you get. Like maybe that just needs to be cut, and instead it's like based off ergo. Um, yeah, I, I mean. I'd be I fine. mean, I really liked the. I do really like the faster ADS move speed with higher ergo. I really like that. Yeah, that that'd be fine. I mean, as yeah, as long as it's done well, that'd be fine. That makes sense, right? I got a I got a SMG. Like, yeah, it should be easier to maneuver. While ha- you know, if I got this long freaking twenty one inch SA fifty eight, I'm like swinging it around and in, in factory. Like, I should be banging and clanging up on everything. You know, what I mean, it should it should you know it should feel. Not that great, but like if I'm proned out with it, already ADS, like yeah, it's yeah. gonna perform great. But and it's the thing, like I don't want to nerf anything. I want to buff the stuff that isn't used as much now. So, for sure. uh, so I think those benefits for things that aren't really used as much. Well, I mean, you could say, well, people use people use things like the MP7 a lot, though. Like you could see as situation where the mp7 becomes like a real problem or smgs become like good smgs become a real issue if people are just like speeding around with them and so but that's, that's what they're for but that's that's why i really do think of that if you do all this and you have the recoil be linear we'll say um that my fear is that like these p90 smgs like these certain guns that by na- by their nature because of their calibers they're they like don't fall off mm-hmm. that poorly that you may end up in like this SM like basically battle bit SM where SMGs are like kind of king because you can just full like they're low recoil you just full auto and you just send volume down range you know so I I kind of feel like you need something to say okay if you're gonna full auto excessively then you need to have something that kind of like pushes back against that specifically for those long range engagements you know and i don't know if like the cone is going to be enough because i'm assuming if i'm understanding correctly i'm assuming once you reach the apex there is no more 
vertical it's only horizontal well it's it's random but yeah it doesn't there's no bias to vertical i don't know what that means so there is no net change in the position of the crosshair over multiple shots but it still bounces up down and left and right How would that work though? Because then technically there's still it still it can now. climb, but, but it, it could climb? go up. But it's more likely to it's, it'll do it'll do basically just what it does now. You know, there's okay. like there's a circle that it shoots within, because that's basically how it works at the minute. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just as long as that circle is bigger than the burst circle, then it's okay, and it progressively increases to the full auto circle. Right. Yeah, that's just my fear. Is like, because I mean, obviously, an SMG is going to be low recoil, right? So, like, yeah, so you think like the full auto circle is like also going to be small, which is true. Like, sure, the burst is smaller than the full auto, but like, relatively speaking, the yeah, circle is still just a, a dot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's still, it's still small. The full auto circle is still small. You know what I mean? You'd have to tweak those profiles based on the gun, I think. Because then, like, semi and burst would be really dead on. But then, yeah, you just have to crank up that multiplier so that, oh, yeah, okay, maybe for the P90, like the multiplier, like the, the circle's very small at the bottom, but it, gets, it goes wider than other guns or something because it's an SMG. Or just to compensate for the fact that if the M4 was like this and then this and the P90 is like this, to stop it being like teeny tiny at the top, it just needs to be wider than the M4 to make it like similar or you, something like that. You could do that like. where it's like, yeah, no, I could see that. You could do that where basically it's extremely linear. And then once it gets to the end, it just like ramps up. When I say linear, I mean vertical. And then once it gets to the end, it just like ramps up horizontally to where it's like sporadically left and right. Kind of. I don't think it needs to be crazy, but it obviously needs to be challenging. It can't just be this gun is low recoil automatically, and so the recoil well, is still zero. I mean, there is there really is no challenge to horizontal. It's it's just all a a luck-based game. Like you can't predict it, right? You can't predict it, but you can try to compensate for it as best as possible in a reactive way. You can't be proactive about it, but you can be reactive about it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. So there is, there is some, there's something there. Um, it's a good point, though. You want to make sure SMGs don't just become insane. They've been insane in Tarkov before. <laughs> They're still kind of insane in Tarkov in some situations. So but you want, that, you want that situation where it's just like, yeah, DMRs are good at long range. Assault yes. rifles are kind of good at everything, but they don't beat a DMR. Well, that's the thing, though. It's just like, well, you're saying like, okay, should a... I think I'm anything saying... can win in Tarkov, but it's like between two equally skilled users, a guy with a DMR at 200 meters should beat the guy with the assault rifle at 200 meters, but the guy at 20 meters should also beat the guy with the assault rifle at 20 meters with an SMG. I'm saying so they should be both made trade-offs. Those guys are both, yeah, they're favoured, exactly. Yeah. Those guys have both made trade-offs for their respective play style. Exactly. And the guy with the AR can deal with both situations, but has maybe a small disadvantage against a specialist in each of the scenarios, right? Or maybe the AR is the best at, you know, 100 metres, something like that. Yeah, and like I'm totally meters. fine there being like, a, like the P90. Maybe it's like the catch-all, every, you know, it's like mediocre at everything, close, mid, long, whatever. But like if I want, but it suck. yeah. But like if I want a M4, and you know, typically it's used as a uh, a mid range specialist, right? And people kid mm -hmm. out for that. I want the ability to make it a, a baby M4. Make the make me. I want to have like an SMG M4. You know, it's like it's a really beefy SMG, quote unquote. But it's 
you know, it has the recoil-ish of a an AR. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, kind of, yeah. But it yeah. still, you like, like, plays yeah. like, like a yeah. pseudo-SMG, you know? Hmm. Yeah, you don't get the recall necessarily, but you do get like the move speed bonus, for example. Exactly, or like the the snappiness of it, you know. It, it, yeah, yeah. Which is sort and of you, and how you... it works now a bit, but yeah, Ergo's not valuable enough, so it doesn't. Say, it feels snappy, you know. A hundred Ergo AK, uh, M4 is just like, you know. I would say because the of the flip. Yeah, definitely. Recoil is just like insanely valuable. Like any anything to mitigate that flip, make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 truthfully really horizontal is the biggest thing you just want a smaller you want less less rng more vertical better (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right we got to wrap this party pony up because uh we could be here for hours um tune in next week for part two of (laughs) recoil Recoil cast (laughs) all right everyone i think that's any any other closing stuff you got gago Anything last you want to shoot out? Uh, I guess the only other thing, the very, very last thing is like, when do we think the wipe is going to be? There is a new <laughs> leaderboard, which um, means that people can, like 10 people on the leaderboard, I think, like top 10 in these particular categories can get access. They get like extra stash space permanently forever. Um, there's a website for it. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but um, you can you can go to that and check who's winning. Um, the chads seem to be vying for the number of kills one that seems to be like the selected you know chad playground of the leaderboard because the rest of them are kind of like long shots and survival rate and other stuff like this whereas people have picked like pmc kills as the ones you've got like tigs and hyper rat and uh, desmond like vying for the top spot in there which is kind of cool and like sheaf people like that which is kind of fun i think that's that's pretty cool originally i think that came out as i can't remember if it was like it said 24 days or something it was like it's called season 13.5 or something for the leaderboard, which is like really weird. But that was like, it had like a 25 day counter on it, but then they updated it and changed it to 42 day counter. Um, so I guess the original one would have been, I mean, not that it probably means anything about the wipe, but the original one would have been mid-August sometime. And a 42 day counter takes you to the, 30, the 30th of August, which is like a Wednesday at the end of August. So some people are just like 30th of August wipe. Like, is that is it coming right at the end? You've got Gamescom the week before, 23rd to the 27th, where BSG or well, Nikita said they were probably going to be there. They were going to try to be there. And they were if they were going to be there, then they'd have a working version of Arena to play at Gamescom. So who knows whether they wipe as soon as they get back from Gamescom. It's plausible. Nobody really knows. Doesn't necessarily mean anything. But uh, yeah, could be could be then, could be earlier. Don't really know. That was, that was it. That was the only other thing, really, about this leaderboard and like when wipe timing. Because we don't know. It could be any time in August. We just don't really know. So it's, it's speculation. We are could it even be delayed? God forbid. Could even be delayed. Gosh, I know. Goodness me. Who knows? I like that, yeah, they, that was it, really. I like that they included a different categories, like longest snipe, stash value. I like that it's you know more inclusive mm. than KD or something. So I think I think that's cool. I like the leaderboards. So check it out. That's uh, if that's your thing. All right. With that, we will be wrapping up. Thanks everyone for tuning in as always, and we will see you all next week. Bye bye.